I would like to begin the episode by thanking some nice people. People like Lucas Schenker, Joanna Grave, Stephen, there's an exclamation mark there, Max, there's a question mark there, and Joshua Garrity. All of these are people who have gone to patreon.com slash DougVTV and kicked us some money. Uh, you can do likewise, and you can help support this show and many others like it on the network here that is patreon.com slash duckfeed tv My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a Games Club podcast. And this week we are talking about Trauma Center Second Opinion, which is a simulation game developed by Atlas for the Nintendo Wii in 2006. Yeah, and big shout out to Tara. Thank you, Tara. Tara. Executive produced this episode. Thank you, Tara. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did um, you have history with the with the series? Did you did, did, did uh, you play any of these? So I played this on hardware because I owned it, and I owned it because of its reputation, but actually never played it. Gotcha. Uh, I bought it from a convention at one point mm-hmm. because these games had a good reputation, uh, but I kind of missed the boat on them. Yeah. And I think that I bought them at the time uh, I was in mid-move, you mm. know, and the old Wii just didn't get back out gotcha. at that point. So yeah. I busted it out uh, for this this bad boy yeah uh, of a game and you know is all right yeah it, it's interesting <laughs> <laughs> you know it's okay i, I would like <laughs> i would like maybe a more a more polished more focused more balanced version of it probably uh yeah there, there, there's an idea in here that i like yeah you know somewhere under all the the cartilage and like tumors and stuff like you have to dig there's an idea something i really like you have to cut but you have to cut and then pin back the 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 fascia in order to get into them guts yeah yeah (laughs) i'm anti-fascia i don't i don't do that um the (laughs) (laughs) that was dumb Uh, um so this this game is interesting because even within the series, and we'll, mm-hmm. we'll talk about the series and stuff, because I, I think it's probably fair to say we're probably not going to do another one in the series. Probably. I, I kind of feel like I got it. Mm-hmm. Um, this is uh, kind of a sequel and also kind of a remake reimagining of the first game. Yeah, it's like a remake so, and extension of Trauma Center Under the Knife. Again, the Atlas released like one year before this. Yeah. 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 And that but the big difference is that's on the DS. Right. And this is a game where the uh control method really matters. Mm-hmm. So the DS version using the stylus and the Wii version using the Wii mode uh would both really matter to this. Right. Um you play as a rookie surgeon named Derek Styles 
who is a dork. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you're basically starting off just kind of like learning basic operations. And then you are pulled into this worldwide conspiracy of uh, medical terrorism and, um, you know, like blood goblins. Yeah. Like little dragon critters. Yeah. There's the, the, there <laughs> are bad people who want to put bugs in you. And you, yeah. get, you, you got to hope that there's a magician with a knife who can get the bugs out. It's weird, like the way that the viruses look in this, uh, mm-hmm. it's not Dr. Mario, but it's closer to Dr. Mario than an actual virus. <laughs> you know, like they look yeah. like um, spore. They look uh-huh. like, like early spore critters. They do. Um, and they're kind of cute and they just like wiggle around and they're uh-huh. like churlish and then they'll be like, oh, it's it's, it's toying with you. It, w- <laughs> what, what if there were cavity creeps for the rest of the body? Yes, all your cavities. <laughs> we creeps. make everybody, holes everybody. in stomachs. We make. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone plays this club cavity creep. Um, yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> oh. uh, but uh, this game, it goes kind of back and forth between this visual novel style uh, dialogue and exposition uh, that usually tells you who you are operating on and why uh, and gives the, the backstory and then these uh, surgery stages which though I called this a simulation at the front, it is very arcadey. It does. It's not going to teach you much about cutting into somebody. Like don't raise your hand. If somebody asks if there's a doctor on the airplane. Yeah. You don't get course credit for this. No. Um, it, it's real weird where this chooses to be simulation-y mm-hmm. and where it chooses to be like a Sega arcade game. Yeah. Um, it's also worth noting that the visual novel sections of this are linear. Yes. Um, there's no gameplay during those moments. There's no choice or anything. Mm-hmm. So it's just either you're seeing a little play with cutout uh, figures or you are engaging in the, the game. Mm-hmm. Um, during surgery, uh, you control the pointer with your Wii remote and you select your tools with the analog stick on the nunchuck. Um, and this is all like kind of one to one. Like uh, if you had to make an incision, you select the scalpel and then you just draw a little line with your remote mm-hmm. along that dotted line to cut open someone. Um, it has like guitar center or like not guitar center, guitar hero rock band. Oh yeah. yeah. It's like the, you know, the kind of way like rock band drums are the closest a video game ever gets to an actual thing. Mm-hmm. This isn't that close, but it's on that continuum. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay. So to, to cut into this person, just kind of mimic cutting into the person with the, the, the Wii remote, um, mm-hmm. by pointing, by pointing at it on the screen. Brother. Yeah. Practice on yeah. your brother. <laughs> that way when it gets to somebody who matters, you know? You might, you might, yeah. you might, you might uh, win. You might save them. Uh, yeah. God bless the sacrifices that your brother made. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like it makes perfect sense that this is a launch era game for the Wii because this is a good, you know, just kind of like use case for like a way to make a different kind of game using a motion control like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because it is a video game, you're scored. So you get scoring based on your precision, the number of mistakes, the amount of time you have. Uh, and there'll be little Sega, you know, House of the Dead style pop-ups. Cool. <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's, it's very funny when you like blast the tumor and it's like, cool. <laughs> like, that was a cool way to pick yeah. a tumor up and put it into a tray. Yeah. Thank you. Just drain a bunch like of bile. Rather, awesome. A lot of savoir-faire in the way I drive, drive that cytofluid. It's, you know? it's, it's, all in the, uh, it's, it's all in the follow-through, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, For some of this, it makes more sense than the others. Like if you're doing a suture, uh, like, hey, or no, if you're doing an an incision, did you follow along the dotted line precisely? 
Um, but yeah, like, or did you freestyle it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did you, did you cut it into Z? Did you cut yeah. it? Did you cut your basketball did you, number into the side did of the school? You put in your maker's mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for sutures, I never figured out what it actually wanted from me. Like mm. at, at a certain point, you're required to suture so quickly that I basically was just drawing the stink lines that show up around pig pen and the peanuts comics. That's what you do. Yeah. Like you, you don't, uh, you don't have to suture in a way that would actually suture. Like you just make a, a crazy zigzag and it's mm-hmm. like, cool. There's some thread there. It's awesome. Uh, the, uh, the, the weird blonde himbo you meet is the one who I assumed was like cheering you on. Oh yeah. Yeah. During all those things. Cool. Okay. You mean, you know, you mean, you mean the Dr. Death himbo? Yeah. Dr. Death himbo. <laughs> the Kevorkian himbo. Yeah. Kevorkian total twink. Uh, that you have uh, in Trauma Center. Oh, like this goodness. is this is this is a pretty funny video game, not always intentionally. Right, right. Like there's a bunch of stuff. In the end, there's I mean this is flash forwarding to the end, but uh-huh. like there's a part where like the medical examiner needs surgery and he says, Doctors can't operate on themselves. Some say it's our fatal flaw. <laughs> I was fucking rolling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a hand it cannot draw itself. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, some do say that, you fucking yeah. weirdo. Like, <laughs> a, lot so, of, a lot of doctors talking about what it means to be a doctor and not a lot of people talking about like enzyme levels and stuff. Yeah, no. Uh, and and also just the degree to which your main dude gets roasted. Oh my god. It's just like very funny. This is this, <laughs> if, if, let me let me say if you're a humiliation fetishist, you should play yes. this game because the people are going to rip into you. <laughs> Nonstop. Yep. Just incredible. Oh. Um, when you're playing, you have an assistant um, or yourself, like during uh, some chapters, like you'll narrate to yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll walk you through the order of the operation. But uh, as the game goes on, certain procedures they expect you to memorize mm-hmm. uh, because they become commonplace. And they actually, they ramp up pretty well. Yeah. Um, so this is really like classifying this as a video game or what type of game this is is kind of difficult Mm -hmm. um it's somewhere between like an order of operations puzzle game and a light gun shooter yeah that's a good way to put it yeah it's it's you have to do these things in the right order um Mm -hmm. and that's really important and you know it'll tell you and then eventually you memorize that so doing things in the right order it's very important, and they're all pretty simple tasks, but on every individual level, it's almost like a WarioWare task. Yes. Like, just shake, point, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. slice, something like that. Uh, and then sometimes it just straight up becomes, like, zapping bugs. Right, right. You have to keep a lot of plates spinning, and this involves, yes. you know, like, you know, you, you should eventually, if you're playing this, you know, very early on, commit which tool is at which point on the analog stick to memory. Because you're yes. going to be like jumping back and forth between, you know, sutures and a disinfectant gel. Sorry, not disinfectant. Magic Omni gel. <laughs> yeah, antibiotic super gel. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. like the suction. Uh, because you're going to be kind of jumping around the operation site dealing with a bunch of things. You know, especially with these parasites, with these things uh, called guilt uh, that are going to be going around and causing damage that you have to clean up so your pla- your patient doesn't die while you're also doing the multiple multiple steps you know quickly that you need to do in order to uh, kill the thing itself. There's at its worst, it ends up feeling like a getting interrupted <laughs> simulator. Yeah, in some ways, you know, like as this game goes on and as the complexity comes up and the uh, viruses get more pernicious. Mm-hmm. 
I genuinely got very frustrated mm-hmm. uh, in a way that felt intentional, like it wanted me to hate these viruses, but just got very frustrated at like, oh, fucking stop it. <laughs> like I did the thing. Stop making me do the thing. Like I understand this little goblin is like, you know, really wants to live, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but just to stop it. I keep getting interrupted by these these things or your assistant coming in to do exposition. Mm-hmm. It's really weird. Like it simulates a high stress thing, you know, not on the level of surgery, but a high stress, precise uh, timed event mm-hmm. and then kind of like challenges your concentration during it. Yes. Yeah. Those dialogue yeah. boxes that pop up in the middle of like a very strictly timed section, you know, yeah. where it's like, okay, Doctor. I'm pressing the button. I need to get out of this. I need like, it, it interrupts everything. Uh, and then I have to like, you know, recenter what I was doing. Uh, sometimes the timer that ends stops, up being... but it doesn't really matter. Right. The, the timer right. is so fucking tight in this. Like, we'll talk about it later, but this is a hard video game. It is. It really is. Even on easy. Yeah. I'm not afraid yeah, to admit. <laughs> yeah, no, this is, this is very difficult. And part of it was playing, you know, partway through playing this is when I got my injury. So it was difficult to play for long periods of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, once I was able to re, you know, reattack it. But also I think it would be difficult even if all my nerves were, were firing properly. Yes. Yeah. Uh, two, two things contribute to that. Um, you have a strict time limit uh, for your patients five uh, for, for these stages. Yes, usually, no. you, all yeah. surgeries have to be done in five minutes because if you get to the five minute point, what's the point? <laughs> like, they're still alive, but like, so what up, man? You got places to be. Yeah, so 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 I'm up. Roll the gurney on down to the graveyard, and then just yeah. overturn them into a pit. Yeah, I'm, I'm still alive. Like my stomach's open, but I'm still alive. Like I just came in with a piece of glass. Yeah, yeah. before the virus, guys. You know? <laughs> guys. Oh, uh, also patients have a health bar. They have a vitals bar. Uh, as their conditions worsen, uh, the bar will drop, uh, and you will end up needing. Uh, usually, uh, for me, it was like getting into a cycle of needing to inject them with this magic green goo. Uh, the goo is so funny. Yeah, like it, it makes the so their vitals is represented as like a heart rate mm-hmm. or just like a number. You know, and I always read that as a heart rate. Yes. Um, and uh, you, you you have a vial of goo, like health stuff mm-hmm. called stabilizer, I think, that you just put into people. It just makes their heart rate go up. And it you can put it anywhere. It doesn't matter. I'm op- I'm, I'm operating yeah. in your pancreas. There you go. Yeah, just 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 stick some of this in your lungs, and you're good. And I just kept imagining it as coffee. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> like really making me laugh. Like, just like here you go, a little pick me up. Yeah. <laughs> you're just you constantly go. just like putting in like in this world where you have the antibiotic gel and you have uh-huh. like health drink yeah I'm straight up a magic potion amazing people aren't always drinking this stuff like I, I could stand to be more healthy it it, it helps you know? uh it helped bruce mccullough's character in that uh one kids in the hall sketch where he's the businessman he rips out his heart and pours coffee on it <laughs> yeah <laughs> the, um, exactly yeah just gotta get the heart rate up on mm-hmm. by any means necessary mm-hmm. um but that that goo rhythm of injecting health goo yeah. into various organs is something that is just part of the the interruption rhythm yes. to it. yeah um giving this almost like a papers please feeling to it in some place too it's like warioware papers please operation light gun shooter mm-hmm. it's very weird yes yeah. Uh, so things stay grounded for the first couple of chapters. Um, I think that this is where the game is most successful, probably also because it is uh, not balls hard at this point. Yes. Um, and by grounded, I mean like the injuries that you address are plausible, right? Like, you know, one of your first cases is somebody who was in a car accident and like you need to deal with their lacerations and also pull um, pull shards of glass out of them. 
like you get a, yeah. a blues singer who has polyps on his uh, on his vocal cords like oh that's like yeah. just totally totally standard stuff like that could actually happen you, you just absolutely totally roast the girl who's suicidal <laughs> you like, know and it's you, your it's your assistant, awful like you assistant <laughs> like you're, you're you're like doing what could concern like conceivably called tough love yeah your assistant comes in just to bully the, <laughs> the suicidal girl yeah um, to to the to the point where it might actually like legitimately piss you off the way that it yeah, hinges. I, I was i was again my jaw hit the floor because like, yeah. there's parts of this game like stretches where the dialogue is pretty boring uh-huh and then when it would come in like with, with those like doctors can you know can't operate on themselves or one fatal flaw or like some line would like that would <laughs> pop in it was just always took me by surprise because the rest of it like there's a lot of it that's very like boilerplate uh-huh you know, uh, so when that kind of stuff happens, I was just like, whoa, she really hates the suicidal girl. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like she she's like a, a, a human 4chan or something. Yeah. Like she's just like trying to, you know, bully this uh, this person. Yeah. At, her, um, at literally her lowest point. Yeah. The uh, I agree that the beginning of it when it's plausible mm-hmm. uh, and has kind of a sniff of educational to it, um, you know, while not being educational. Right. Right. Is more fun. Um, eventually, uh, the terrorists pop in and they're using this series of parasites, uh, called the guilt to fight back into the medical establishment because they think that the medical establishment is interfering with Darwinism. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's that, that kind of fascism, yeah, uh, that, yeah. like overpopulation fascism stuff. Eco-fascism. Um, yeah. Eco-fascism. Um, this is the game doesn't lose me here because this is mm-hmm. most of the game. Yeah, and like, right. You know, again, it's all right, but I, I do think this is less interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the people who made this game think guilt is much cooler, uh, than I thought it was. Yeah. Um, I thought that they just kind of didn't give the human body enough credit for the many entertaining and frightening ways that it can fail house. Like yep. They made a whole show about it. Yep. You know, like if this was about diagnosing mm-hmm. and like doing real medical stuff, it would have been. And I understand that's just not what it is. Yeah. Th- also, that, they, th- that is a that is a factor in trauma team. Actually, like there's a oh, okay. there's a career chain you can go down that is that is just diagnosis. That's nice. Yeah. Is it diagnosing like guilt monsters or is it diagnosing like I, house? I have no lupuses? idea. I have not read about the okay. story. Yeah. Gotcha. Um. Yeah. So the, the, there's all these various guilts. Uh, I was really expecting it to do something with the, the it's called guilt. Mm-hmm. You know, like I was just like, why? why that's got to mean something. Um, I, you know, you know it, I, I, I like Atlas plenty. I don't think that I don't think that subtlety is the thing that they that they work with. I, I think that the, 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 the name itself being what it is, is kind of the extent of how they thought through it. I, it sounds cool, but it doesn't yeah. reflect guilt. No. You know, like I was thinking. So, I mean, this is all Monday morning quarterbacking, mm-hmm. this thing, which is ridiculous this early in the episode. But, like, you know, what if they were infecting people who they thought had done great crimes? Yes. You know, who had gotten away with it? Like, mm-hmm. what if it was, like, Daredevil or Batman, mm-hmm. but, like, a viral version of that where it's like, oh, you know, your guilt over this murder you got away with. Mm-hmm. It's called the guilt virus or something, but it's just called guilt for no reason. Right. Um, just, you know, cool acronym. Um. There are a bunch of different strains of guilt, and they act like different kinds of enemies that you need to fight. They each have their own little order of operations and their own, like, superpowers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, and yeah. they overtake every operation. Like, occasionally there's one or two things that don't really involve them. But after <laughs> Chapter 2, 95% of the things you do in the main story are uh, guilt operations. You know, yeah. to the point where, 
know, this was this was a criticism of the original DS version as well. When they added new content to this, the second character that you play as, you get one mission as her, uh, you know, per 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 chapter. None of her stuff has to do with guilt, really. Yeah, and and her stuff was kind of where they piloted a bunch of mechanics they would bring into the series yes. later, like different things you would do. Um, to further take this away from the education sphere. Your character has a magical gift called the healing touch, <laughs> which is a superpower that's known in this world. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Everybody's different. It's like there's X Men, but they're very specific X Men. <laughs> People have different different expressions of the healing touch mm-hmm. because the other lady you play as has a different healing touch. Right. Your healing touch allows you to slow down time once per operation by making a uh, Christmas star motion <laughs> right. with your scalpel. It's it, it's like it's like bullet time, except instead of putting the bullets into somebody, yeah. you are taking them out. <laughs> Not taking men pain. <laughs> I, I, I would have said painkiller, but that's another shooter. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I think that so like the in in game they they explain it's some Assassin's Creed shit. You like you are a descendant of Herodotus oh, the god or of something. Healing. Yeah, the god of healing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can't remember what I can't remember his name now. Yeah. It's so funny that everyone has a different healing touch. Yes. Like again, just things in this game that fucking surprised me and made me laugh. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, like what what weird specific X-Men this world has. Yeah. Um I said Herodotes, so, I think he's a philosopher. Uh it's Asclepius. Yeah. Uh is Asclepius. the Yes. Yeah. Um the uh this is deployed automatically at moments of heightened drama. Like mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, your assistant will just be like, oh, my God, he's bleeding out and it will just happen. But you can also choose when to use this mm-hmm. um, as kind of an oh shit button and you will uh, you'll need it. Yes. Um, uh, and as you mentioned, very difficult. If you're under sufficient enough stress, uh, drawing a star with your uh, with your Wii remote uh, will be impossible. Um, yeah. I I lost so many so many game overs were the result of me attempting to deploy this and the star was just slightly too crooked. Like, uh, uh, you know, just a very strict, you know, first grade art teacher. The the Greek God of medicine is Mm -hmm. incredibly strict. You have to make an offering. Um, Yeah. Yeah. An offering of a, of a, of a star. (laughs) Mm hmm. Yeah, star offering. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, so Atlas, in addition to changing the controls we mentioned, they added the story. They added that character we talked about mm-hmm. uh, who doesn't do uh, the virus missions. They also uh, skip over a chapter. Yep. Um, the final chapter in the DS version is now a cutscene, <laughs> and they added a final chapter. Yes. To the game. Yeah, a uh, final chapter where the two characters' stories kind of uh, kind of intersect. Uh, this new character is a surgeon named uh, Naomi Kimishima. Uh, she was kicked out of the medical field in Japan. Uh, she has the healing touch and she is basically like working on an oil rig with the, uh, with the terrorist organization, like helping them do the uh, research on the Keep guilt. your test subjects alive. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you have the, you have one of these for each chapter, one of these missions, um, after every operation you get a grade and a point total, mm-hmm. um, you know, which I ignored. Uh, you know, uh, entirely, so he gets like, a degree, buddy. Game. Yeah, he <laughs> definitely gets, you know, gets, gets them saved at this point. And it's also, you know, this isn't crazy taxi. Mm-hmm. Like if I, if I did open heart surgery in four minutes instead of three minutes, I still think that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the aesthetics, the, the graphics of this are no great shakes, but I'm glad you pointed this out. Uh, the music is great mm-hmm. out of this. It's a little repetitive. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, every every uh, chapter is made up of episodes. Each episode starts with an establishing shot and a musical sting mm-hmm. that is good, but it's the same for the whole chapter. Yes. Um, kind of feeling a little bit like episodes of a TV show. Yes. Um, but just very short. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, it's very funky. Yeah. Uh, good, good, good bass, like, uh, like real good, like uh, Breath of Fire 3 piano jazz going on here. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and funky very, doctor. Very earwormy as well. Um, I, I dig it a lot. I've had it, had it on the background for the past week or so, or ever since I finished the game. So catchy uh, stuff. Yeah. Uh, the visuals are serviceable, uh, with, uh, uh, within the surgery stages. Like these are not realistic. Like it's a big cartoon stomach, uh, 3d modeled floating in a body void. (laughs) Uh, so, uh, this is, this is good. You know, I think that this is this is the only way you could do it to make an arcade game. If it was just like the inside of the body where everything was just a pinkish gray, that would suck. So it's good for them to just kind of, you know, heighten the contrast and make it easy to, you know, to look at. Also, yeah, it's make a little it bit not like gross. You're doing VR missions. Yeah. Is what, what, a little bit what it feels like, mm-hmm. you know, and the, the, the people you're cutting open look like dummies. Mm-hmm. You know, when you do it, like they have like no nipples. They're yes. like Kendall you know, proportion kind of thing. So mm-hmm. it ends up feeling like VR missions, which is probably appropriate because I'm not, you know, one of those surgery wonks. Yeah. Like people watch that shit on TV. <laughs> um, you know, weirdos. Yeah. Uh, the writing is wildly inconsistent uh, <laughs> in this. Um, it is either, it goes back and forth between like pretty funny, uh, sometimes on purpose, sometimes not. And really, really bland. Uh, I think, yeah. Um, you know, the, basically the back half of this, when it kind of becomes a thriller, uh, I was pretty bored by the writing mm-hmm. um, for almost the whole thing. And I got the sense that's when the game thought it was the most exciting, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, and th- that that did not work for me. Um, right. There are some exceptions. There are some lines, as we mentioned, that are very funny and there are some <laughs> funny <laughs> concepts and stuff. But for the most part, I, I would cannot really call this like a really well-written game. Right. I don't know that you play this for the story. Yeah, either from like the scenario perspective or like down at the at the point to point, you know, at the dialogue yeah. level. Um, something that I did appreciate is the fact that it didn't uh, fall into the visual novel trap of over explaining everything. Like nobody said, okay, so imagine there's a cat locked inside somebody's abdominal cavity yeah. <laughs> with, with some radioactive Shorting material. Cataract. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> like yeah. The, the, all of the explanation focuses on like what you need to do to deal with something within the interface. Like it doesn't, you know, have somebody say like, oh, this person has pulmonary pulmonary edema and then spend several boxes of somebody describing pulmonary pulmonary edema to a doctor it's like let's let's get that fluid out of there buddy (laughs) well and and just you know talking about the origins of it and right discover it and all that stuff like it it doesn't do that which is great it's also refreshingly unhorny yep uh which i love like there are topless ladies who you operate on Mm -hmm. Uh, apparently the series does not remain this way um Mm. later there's like you know I, I I was gonna say breast inspection because they inspect people's chest, but I almost accidentally just instinctively said federal breast inspection. Uh, like the ID <laughs> oh, card, like the popular hat, like the popular yeah, hat, like, yeah, like, like a popular shirt, stepdad's own, um, <laughs> <laughs> like like that truck stop hat. Uh-huh. Um, I know later, like I was reading about the rest of the series on TV tropes, and they were saying yeah. how like the- you know a lot of players, a lot of tropers found it incredibly, you know. Mm-hmm, 
trope name, gross trope name when you could check out the busty ladies in the surgery van to see if they had tit cancer or whatever. Uh, um, yeah, it's just, you know, no thanks. But th- no. this this is pretty chaste. It, how much of that is people importing their own horny rather than, I, I, I will not trust TV tropes to be the arbiter of what is horny. I, I guess that is, that is true. Yeah. <laughs> like that is, that is a good, uh, good point. Yeah. I just, if, if yeah. somebody is going to find a, a, a mammogram titillating, they're, they're probably going to be there writing around the yeah. rules against fetish fuel. Like no mammogram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so getting into or one more thing about the aesthetics, uh, the character portraits. Yes, they are anime, but it's like a good anime style like they're it's very chill yeah pretty chill like everything is pretty realistic and detailed uh especially compare this to the original trauma center trauma center art on the ds it is such a huge step up yeah um yeah they're way more cartoony yes uh in that um we talked about them adding difficulty options uh and we've alluded to it but we should talk about how hard this is Yes. Um, the difficulty options were added specifically from feedback from the original game of the ds because mm-hmm. uh, that was very hard this is also very hard uh, on easy. Um, I didn't beat this, nope. which I hate doing for non-sponsored or for sponsored games. Mm-hmm. I know that's like kind of artificial. Uh, if somebody is, you know, but if somebody's like paying us to do the game, I'm like, okay, I'm going to fucking beat it. I go yeah, into AVGN yeah. mode, like, <laughs> you know, get out the roll on the rock. It's time to beat this game. Yeah. Uh, and I just, I couldn't do it. And mm-hmm. I, I got too frustrated and, and just had like, I was like, you know what? I get it. I'm going to yeah. watch the end of this. Yes, same. So, uh, I petered out yeah. on the next to last mission, um, yeah. which is, you know, I felt bad about, but also it was a Herculean effort. Like I put in a whole session of uh, sitting down to get this done. It's, it's fucking hard. It's really, really difficult, man. <laughs> I don't know if it, I mean, I don't know if this is everyone's experience with this, but mm-hmm. for me, I found this, I, I was not expecting based on how this was kind of hyped and the reputation being a wee long launch title is something that you use to kind of sell people on the motion controls. Um, I was very surprised that this is as rigorous as it is. Yeah. I mean, and we should just, as opposed to being vague here. So the time limit eventually becomes a really big thing. Uh, just getting mm-hmm. done what needs to get done, especially with the more persistent uh, varieties of the guilt. Um, sometimes they take a lot of steps. Sometimes they create so many problems uh, that you're going to spend a lot of time cleaning up after them. Uh, if you mm-hmm. get into, you know, if the, if the patient's health gets uh, gets low enough, you can definitely be fucked before you realize it, and you end up in this uh, kind of cycle of healing just to maintain a baseline of health, uh, and that takes away time that you could be cleaning up after the mess that the guilt makes, uh, which is causing yes. a bigger drain on the vitals as they, like, spawn tumors and create lesions and stuff like that. Uh, so like the, those are the two uh, ways that 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 it that that it messed me up was either running out of time or just a bad break getting into those cycles. Yeah, the the there's a real kind of poor get poorer yeah aspect to it. As you start making mistakes, uh, you will have more maintenance to do, which will cause more mistakes, which will cause more maintenance. Like mm-hmm. the time limit never changes throughout the game, just the complexity of what you're supposed to be doing, and it probably hits a sweet spot about two thirds of the way through the game where you're having those photo finishes mm-hmm. and it feels real cool or, yeah. you know, you're using your healing touch and it's like, yeah, <laughs> if I didn't have my healing touch, I'd be really fucked. Good thing. I have the Greek God of medicine in me. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, uh, by the end it was like, well, I made it because I didn't fuck up early on, uh, <laughs> you know, but I can't like 
perfect play is not interesting to me. Yeah. You know, it's something we say a lot on the, the show. The the photo finishes are really funny because no matter what, you have to end the operation by suturing the uh, the operation site closed, disinfecting mm-hmm. uh, the suture site, and then putting a bandage on. So, like, you could get down to, like, the last five seconds, and you could you could lose somebody on the table just because you just because you didn't put a bandage on them at the exact right yeah, they time. Yeah, didn't get a Band-Aid in. Yeah. yeah. Like, they could go to the store <laughs> and do just, it. They just, me- just melt into Doctor, there's not a CVS within miles. <laughs> like... <laughs> Take him to the morgue. Um, <laughs> I'm not allowed into Dwayne Reed anymore. Not after the incident. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just, it's, it's very silly. Yeah. Um, I do really love how you have to end every operation the same way. Like ends up mm-hmm. feeling like this coda. Yes. Like I thought I, at first I thought that would be annoying because it's so repetitious, but just it mm-hmm. ended up feeling like this weird, like root, rootinated like mastery yes. kind of feeling. Yeah. It's also like an easy task too. It's just three simple things. Yeah. Uh, it was it was nice. It reminded me of the basics, you know. Yeah, yeah. Fundamentals as a doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the development on this was super quick. Like they started in January two thousand six and released this in October. I think uh, that is super fast for Atlas. <laughs> they like don't do yeah. anything that quick. Yeah, it's fast for anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, really. Um, oh, r- real quick before we get out of the the kind of generalities about the game itself oh, yeah. before we go into development. Uh, one thing that about the turn of it turning into like alien invaders, like blasting viruses mm-hmm. is prior to that, this felt like a very fun subversion of video games in that, like, you know, this is a nonviolent video game by definition. Oh yeah. How many games are there where you heal? Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's really cool. That's a deconstruction. And like, that's, that's something that I would like to see more of in video games, not know why can't Hitman be about giving birthday cakes away, but just in a, you know, it's a novel concept for a video game. Yeah, th- there was a uh, th- there was a very bad game uh, released in the early two thousands that was based around this concept. But I would like to see it actually done, be it in an indie or what have you. Uh, but a game about being a combat medic, mm-hmm. you know, or an EMT yeah, or that's something a cool like idea. that. Yeah, like I don't know, high stress. Um, you know, like there's probably a way you could do it where it's you know both sensitive and not gross. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I'd love to yeah. see that. Yeah. You know, and yeah, I'm somebody would, who like and, when I do play like a battlefield game or like a multiplayer or anything, I, I like being the healer, you know? Yeah, it feels good. Yeah. You know, uh, and when when it starts becoming about fighting, you know, little virus monsters, it feels like it undercuts that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're still healing, but it just makes it feel more video gamey mm-hmm. uh, than it did prior to that, like a little bit more conventional. Yeah. So that is uh, the other big bummer I had with the uh, the viruses. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, Atlas formed the team uh, from this with Megami Tensei designer uh, Daisuke Kanata and Persona 5 art director uh, Masayoshi Suto. Mm-hmm. Um, and they built this game from the ground up using none of the code from the DS version. Yes. Like um, even the individual kind of missions are retooled. They're not exactly the same as they were um, yeah. at the uh, during the time. Uh, they added the new playable character partway through in order to differentiate this from the original. You know, just kind of saying, mm-hmm. like, okay, why are we doing this? Uh, why would somebody who played the original want to get this? Just to control it in, I'll say it, a worse way than with a stylus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a more imprecise right. way uh, than with a stylus. Yeah. Let's say that. Um, yeah. So they, 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 they put that in there, and they also added the difficulty options just because, I mean, especially on the DS, it's a very difficult game. I, I played it back in the day, like, you know, mm-hmm. because it seemed like a really good you know, kind of demonstration of touchscreen controls. And, and it is, 
right? But also, you know, just you hit a roadblock and you can't get any further because it doesn't yeah. give you any options yeah. for getting around it. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, so the uh, this game got mostly positive reviews. This is mostly a well thought of game and series, uh, and it's sold better in America than it did in Japan. Um, this one specifically, mm-hmm. which is not unusual for the series. Yes. Um, Trauma Center would continue after this. We have one more DS entry and then another entry for the Wii. And it concluded in 2010 with Trauma Team, which I always read as Trauma Teens <laughs> uh, for the Wii, which has more disciplines. Mm-hmm. Um, so you kind of choose different character classes like emergency medicine, diagnostic, forensic medical investigation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they didn't rest on their laurels, which right. is cool because, you know, this concept gets fully explored in this game, I feel like, mm-hmm. for the most part. Yeah. Um, I would like to see a more precise version of it, but I don't feel like just more viruses would be good. Right. In this, you know. Agreed. And also, like, yeah. I don't know, like, the forensic medical invest- investigation seems pretty cool to me, you know? Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And, you know, just to, to, yeah. to be, being a medicine detective sounds fun, so. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, you know, t- two two great things. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's get into it. Let's get into um, it with episode one, Doctor Styles. Yes, uh, because this is a piece of Japanese media. Everyone is crazy young. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doctor Derek Styles is just finished his residency. He's a brand new surgeon at Hope Hospital, but is also a gangly twenty four year old. <laughs> um, like, yeah, maybe he's twenty six, but he, he's one of those. He's he's incredibly young. Yeah, he's a phenom. Um, yeah. Uh, and uh, you work at Hope Hospital in Angeles Bay, mm-hmm. uh, you know, basically Los Angeles, barely coded, or San Francisco. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, California this, coastal town. This would end up being a thing later in the series when they drop the pretense of it taking it taking place in America. There are all kinds of like little inconsistencies um, about yeah. what takes place where. Uh, so yeah, we start uh, with our uh, tutorial mission here, the standard procedure. Uh, we have our first assistant who is you know, matronly. Uh, before we get mm-hmm. the uh, the younger maiden form of woman uh, as our <laughs> yeah. assistant here, uh, this, this is Mary Fulton. Uh, she yeah, she's uh, matronly at the the I think she's thirty two. Yep. Uh, just, just put her in the kit. Just no coffin, please. Uh, like just and she's got like age lines and everything, and uh-huh. they get the little bio. Mary Fulton, legendary nursing assistant. <laughs> you know, she like, would barely be an intern in real life. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, somebody has crashed their motorcycle and they've got glass everywhere in their arm. Horrifying. Yeah. And super hunk Greg Castle, uh, the lead of the, the surgical department, who's very coy, mm-hmm. uh, comes through. You know, he's offering words of encouragement, saying this actually looks worse than it is. All the while just absolutely roasting you for being uh, like late and being a fuck up. Mm-hmm. Like when you say like, he's like, Hey, you do the surgery. And you're like, I got to do my rounds. <laughs> and like Mary Fulton's like, Hey, buck up. Uh-huh. Shit, you're a surgeon. <laughs> and it's so funny. Like it, it's, it's just very, very strange mm-hmm. that you've gotten through medical school and you're this much of a fuck up and everyone hates you. Yeah. And you don't know when uh, it's like, like what waits for you beyond being a, 
beyond being a resident like i need to do my rounds you're a surgeon you don't have to do shit <laughs> yeah, yeah this is you take glass out of people dipshit yeah the um i understand it so they can have the arc because he eventually becomes everyone grows to respect him yeah yeah uh for being you know for being a good surgeon but it takes a long time and they they start off real in the red mm-hmm. uh with this guy yeah he, he's um, always late he doesn't dress right for the job just a yep. j- just just a colossal fuck up everyone like to, to, to the point where it seems like they just pulled somebody in off the street and told him he was a doctor so they could criticize <laughs> him for doing it wrong <laughs> yeah which sounds like a nightmare that i've had you know it like, sounds like it's like nightmare construction yeah somebody slaps like, a scalpel in your thing. hand yeah, yeah like I don't, well you have to deliver this baby you know in fact i don't yeah um the um so the uh we're not gonna every single surgery we're just gonna talk about the elements as they pop up yeah. it's pretty piecemeal and if we talk there's a lot of surgeries in this if we talk about every surgery we'll be here all day right um you know this first one uh you know we we learn about suturing the longer like kind of lacerations mm-hmm. removing glass shards uh, i find this like satisfying and fun you have to uh do the direction you have to pull them out mm-hmm. the way they came in yes um, uh, and then drop them onto the little uh little tray with a satisfying clink yeah, that, I really like that. Um, and there are deeper shards as well. And this is where we're introduced to the super gel, mm-hmm. uh, which instantly closes small wounds. Yes. Uh, yeah, you're going to be slathering the stuff all over people. Um, apparently, yeah. this shows up as a uh, this shows up as a high level healing item in Persona Four. Oh, uh, wow. I don't remember that, hmm. but I saw it on TV trips, so it must be real. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> it turned somebody on. Yeah. The, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're gonna be slathered, and they they talk about it. They're, like they they draw a line under it. Like, isn't yeah. medical aren't it, medical advancements great? Mm-hmm. They didn't used to be super gel. Now they're super goo. <laughs> um, moving on to one two, uh, learning the ropes. Uh, Mary and Greg are both giving you shit for not having mm-hmm. your work done. And this is our first tumor uh, operation. We had to remove a tumor from the patient's stomach using something called the Powell syringe uh, procedure. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you have uh, to drain. Drain the ser- yeah. drain the tumor of its cytoplasm to shrink it down, so you can pull it out with a make without making a bigger incision. However, you still just cut open. <laughs> it's like a civil war yeah. civil war surgery. Yeah. It's going to open you up like a FedEx envelope. <laughs> you, you do pretty 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 wide opens. Yeah. Um, this introduces ultrasound. Ultrasound is cool because you like ping a location and then the image will fade eventually. Mm-hmm. So you just have to do something while it's still on the screen. Yes, uh, this will become a big thing with the uh, guilt. Right. Um, drain the tumor, you kind of circle around it before the area gets more cytoplasm. Um, and after we do the surgery, Mary says she's leaving cause her husband's reassigned to a different city. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're introduced to, to Robert Hoffman, who I was certain is going to be a villain. He has big villain uh, energy. Like he looks like at least four different villains in the Phoenix Wright series. He, he's also got like a beard that's made out of fingers covered with hair. <laughs> it's really hard to describe what his beard looks like, but it, it's, it's like if you covered, um, what, you know the the skeleton with the with the finger bone beard in Dark Souls. If you covered all those fingers with hair, Ugh. is what he looks like. Yeah, he's very uh, you know he's very standoffish. He's the one who's trying to tell you not to use your healing touch. Mm-hmm. You know later. Yeah. Um. So uh, you know he pops in and he says goodbye to Mary. Like Mary is an institution. Yes. <laughs> in, the, in the in the in the I guess fifteen years that she's been here since she came in as a since nurse's assistant. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Uh, And Mary mentions like, oh, Dr. Hoffman, uh, he was a real talented surgeon, but he hasn't operated on on anyone since the incidents. Um, You know, we're going to learn about that later on. 
it, it it doesn't seem that weird to me because people in you know retiring from practice go into administration all the time actually totally yeah yeah <laughs> this game has really weird ideas about what like what people are justified right. in being a doctor <laughs> you right. know it's like it's, it's real gatekeepy about the medical profession <laughs> um Patient pops in with multiple tumors on the pancreas. Um, this is just us doing the tumor procedure three times. This is giving us practice for tumor stuff. Mm -hmm. We're going to be doing this later. Yeah. Uh, we meet the kind of secondary character in this A-plot, Angie Thompson, mm -hmm. um, who shows up at Mary's going away party. Yeah. Uh, she is a younger, blonde, uh, you know, more surgery assistant. More abrasive than Mary is. Way more abrasive. Yeah. She cuts yeah. into you a lot. She's so mean. Like mm -hmm. she's new and she's just like, you piece of shit. <laughs> like she's so, she's so cruel. Uh -huh. uh, and she ties into the plot. Like she's got connections to guilt. Yes. We'll find out later. Right. Um, so uh, we can introduce to her. Our first uh, mission with her is kind of a standout here in the first, uh, in the, in the first chapter here, singing the blues. Uh, this is where we meet our patient who is this really whiny rock singer uh, who has a throat polyp mm -hmm. that we're going to remove. Um, yeah. You know, and he's just kind of laying on thick. Yeah. Like, it's really oh, what cool. happens if I don't recover? I just work a day job for the rest of my life, like a schlub, which is terrifying, you know, agreed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. But also this is your doctor isn't, you know, about this. Like, <laughs> I, I understand there are stakes. There are stakes for everybody that I operate on. Yeah. Sir. I'm a surgeon. Uh huh. Like the, the game literally reminds me the patient's life is in my hands. Every time, <laughs> every single time I start a surgery. Uh huh. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we need to need to drain the blood in his larynx, find the polyp, and then laser it off. But once we get inside, uh, and we burn off the initial polyps and gel the uh, horrifying little hole that's left behind, um, mm -hmm. many more show up. Uh, like they they just keep on keep on popping up like little pimples. So you have to deal yeah. with about six of the clusters uh, before the operation is over. With Angie criticizing you the entire time. Yes. Uh, in chapter one six, a real doctor, um, we get this little um, introduction uh, that doesn't connect to the operation. Mm -hmm. um, the the patient has these tumors on their small intestine and secondary inflammation, so we have to inject anti-inflammatory into these bubbles of inflammation before removing the tumors. Mm -hmm. um, the vitals are not stabilizing right away, um, and Angie is the entire time saying like, there's something wrong. We should check. And the whole time you're saying, nah, it's fine. I've got a tea it's time. Fine. I got to go. <laughs> I got tea time. I got to go. Um, you know, and then afterwards she's like, oh man, the blood counts are weird. And you're like, let's wait until tomorrow. He'll be fine. Mm -hmm. And then you go to a symposium. You're not even going to a tea time. You're going to another, like people from out of country are coming to meet you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're like these people, they only work. Mm -hmm. Um, you're going to to work and she calls you and just the patient's in critical condition and just fucking chews you out. Mm -hmm. Like, this is so like, man, do you get the shit beat out of you in this game? Verbally? Yeah. <laughs> Very funny. Yeah. And like once you establish that you have ma magic powers, all of a sudden everybody is fine with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's uh, a message there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> have magic powers and people will respect you. If you don't, then fuck yeah. you. Uh, fuck off. <laughs> So uh, a tumor has appeared behind the uh, the patient's lungs and, and ruptured, um, and Angie wants you to Rub see the yeah to, to to see the consequences of your negligence. Yep. Uh, yeah. Hoffman comes in. This the scene is so funny because again, like when this game surprises me with being funny, mm -hmm. Hoffman comes in and he's telling you he's pretty measured. He's like, "Yo, you should have been more careful." 
um, Angie pops in and she's like, I'm sorry to interrupt. There's something I have to say. Mm-hmm. And I expected her to, you know, to kind of my defense or be like, oh, I, you know, reacted earlier. Like I looked at the thing, like, you know, because real medicine, you don't check behind every lung for a tumor. You know, uh, it hurts to people to check behind their lungs. Mm-hmm. Um, but she just comes in and just says the same thing she just said to you. Like she just goes off on you to hop uh-huh. and says how you're the most irresponsible, like, person that's ever been how can i even be expected to be a nurse with this dickhead in charge mm-hmm. and you're just staying there and they keep showing your little hang dog face <laughs> it's very funny it's well, so goddamn weird what, what what i wanted you know that scene in an airplane where the woman is like in hysterics and then somebody's like oh i can fix her and they shake her and then there's just a yeah. line of people going up the up the entire uh up the entire aisle people have like crowbars and wrenches and stuff what i just wanted was that but with just with everybody that styles is disappointed in his life yeah. <laughs> just, just going yeah. out to take turns at him it, it, it's a uh, it's 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 like he left a medical gang and everybody gets to beat the crap out of him um so she she rubs his nose in it uh in front of his boss who is just fine his boss is like oh you should be more careful yeah yeah so he, he goes on a little walk, like he's sad, and he hears about a traffic accident. He knows that there are no surgeons on the call, so he rushes back to the OR to uh, redeem himself. Right. Um, so uh, in this mission, uh, life or death, the patient has multiple lacerations and is in cardio uh, in cardiac arrest with uh, with no with no pulse. Uh, this introduces a very annoying mechanic that I'm glad is only used a couple of times: the defibrillator. Hmm. Um, um, I like that it's, you know, you're using both hands with the Wii and the, the nunchuck, mm-hmm. you know, it kind of feels like that, but the timing on it's very tricky. Yeah. Um, and the motion, mm-hmm. you have to do motion and timing to stop it like a golf swing, but the acceleration is not steady and it's faster than I expected it to be. Yeah. I, I, so that's funny that it was oversensitive for me. It was undersensitive. No matter how I moved both hands forward, it wouldn't actually move to the point where like I was like getting up out of my chair and just pushing them forward. Like, when will it accept it? When will it accept it? Marching toward the TV. <laughs> like, Weird. Like, this is a good reason why motion controls are horseshit. Uh-huh. You know, because depending on where my little sensor bar was or where your where's was, like mm-hmm. stuff doesn't work. Yeah. You know, buttons are great. Mm-hmm. I like in the DS version, they say, oh, this is this is not something that you would actually do. Like, you don't actually uh, defibrillate somebody who has a zero pulse. Um, and that one, you actually massage the heart. Like, you have a little hand tool. Mm. And, like, you uh, basically just do compressions on it until it comes back to life uh, directly on it. And that's, like, an actual thing that happens. And then they yeah. change that for this. So Yeah, you got to encourage it. Yeah. <laughs> um, there you go good boy yeah, um, buddy. and there are also uh, lots of large shards tell them large shards sent you um, in the uh, pericardium and they just kind of keep uh, keep appearing in the sac around the heart yeah um, as this is happening there's this huge like laceration across the heart um, and we see the symbol the star up here and if you trace over the star uh, you know you do this uh, in the suturing you do just happens in a split second. Mm-hmm. Um, time is stopped for you, but everyone else, it looks like you're going super fast. Yes. Um, and Styles decides at this point to stay on as a doctor. And uh, Angie says, okay, but make sure you dress a little bit better. And he's mm-hmm. just dressing in fucking scrubs. I mean, yeah. I, I, Angie. I can't, like, like, I can't do every, you know, eventually the men's warehouse is going to stop letting me rent the, like, the tux with the tails if they keep on taking it back <laughs> covered in blood and bile. <laughs> Yeah, this is business surgery, not casual <laughs> surgery, which is on Fridays where you get to wear scrubs. Yeah. Like, I, I just, I, 
I have no idea. Andy's like kind of glad you're staying, and she noticed that you did this magical thing. Uh huh. But that's gonna that's gonna pop up more later. We're gonna talk about that in the next episode. Yeah. Uh, first, we have to do episode Z one, which is when we do the uh, our alternate character working for the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're over at another hospital um, in St. Francis. Uh, at first, I thought this was a different island. No, this is just in like up the coast. Actually, mm-hmm. uh, we're playing as Doctor Naomi Weaver. Uh, this is a fake name. Uh, we're going to learn her real name later. Uh, the patient who is brought in has a commuted fracture in his arm. Basically, his radius and ulna are completely shattered. And this is like doing a little puzzle to put the pieces back yeah. in the right place in the right orientation. This is fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you coat it, coat it with bone good juice. And, <laughs> and uh, the bones just like fuse together. Yep. Uh, reminding me of that, like Harry Potter with the Skella grow. Oh, <laughs> uh, which I'm sure I've talked about before, but that little bottle that she's like a skeleton with a top hat uh-huh. that you do in case magic removes your bones, which happens all the time in that nightmare series. Fucking awful. Um, <laughs> uh, this brings us into episode two. At, at first, these Z episodes just feel like non sequiturs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes kind of surprising long for them to to really kind of coalesce. Mm-hmm. Um, I was pretty confused by what I was doing over here. Yes. Same. Um, yeah. But we're in episode two, The Healing Touch. Uh, and Styles mm-hmm. is pretty confused about what happened, as you would be if you suddenly stopped time. Uh, and of course, he gets chastised for daydreaming during this briefing here uh, for a patient who has multiple thrombos- thromboses, thrombi in his spleen. Yeah. He's thrombing it up. Mm-hmm. Um, so use the ultrasound uh, with clots. You hold them in place with the forceps, make your decision, just uh, drain them. And they, they come at you very fast mm-hmm. at this point. So your time stop ability kicks in again, and you can't understand what she's seeing. Yes. Um, and when you leave, she's a little impressed. Like She's like, you were like a different person than the OR. Mm-hmm. Um, and Greg, the, the hunky doctor, asked to review the, the tape of the procedure. Um, once this happens, Dr. Villainbeard pops in. And has you come to his office and says that you have the healing touch, uh, <laughs> which means that you might be directly descended from As- uh, Asclepius, 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 the Greek god of medicine. Makes not a goddamn like a sense. Mm-mm. No, no, no. Uh, and he, this is where I thought he was a villain because he's like, hey, just be a normal doctor. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, don't pursue your X-Men power because if you do, that will break you. And it seems like he's being a villain. Really, he's just like, don't be like me. Yeah, like, uh, I was once an X-Men and it really sucked. I am a tragic figure. You're, you are going to take on more responsibility than you possibly can. And you're going to assume you can heal everybody when you absolutely cannot. You know, also, even... you won't be able to do surgery on yourself. <laughs> so... He tried. That was the incident. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just fuck. I thought I could do it. Oh, gosh. So we go to the next next mission here. Striving for Asclepius. Uh, Greg reveals to Styles that Hoffman at one point had the healing touch, uh, and he was a perfect surgeon until this one mistake that he made um, completely undid him. Uh, and he says, uh, you know, just focus on getting concentration, like improving your concentration, that part of your powers. Don't try to be super surgeon. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the operation has you uh, learn to activate your slow time power mm-hmm. um, so you can draw your star. Um Basically, just teaching you this. The game has kind of good, uh, you know, tutorializing, but there's never any multitasking. It's very rare that you're learning multiple things. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like here's the draw star mission, here's the tumor mission, here's the polyp mission. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then later they just kind of repeat it. Yeah. It feels very um, catechismy. Yes, the way that you kind of repeat 
uh, things to learn them in this. Mm-hmm. Um, this leads us into 2.4, Awakening, um, where the patient has multiple aneurysms in their large intestines. And uh, this is really tough. Mm-hmm. Uh this is where the uh, these vessels in the intestines keep bulging, and you have to keep shooting the feel-good juice, uh, the sedative, into it to stop them from exploding. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's literally spinning plates. They keep on growing, and you have to get them down to size before you can even, um, before you can even cut out the bulge and then join the edges of the suture together. Like, these are like little blood vessels. So you're doing lots of very um, precision things while switching between tools. Yes. Yeah. And the idea here is they, they're trying to push you. So it's, they want you to appreciate the healing touch. Yes. You know, they're trying to make this so difficult that you have to use it. Um, you do, you have to use that. Mm-hmm. And afterwards styles passes out because it hurts him. Yes. Uh, to do the healing touch. It's like Tim making the tiny tigers. Um, <laughs> this plot is not really followed up on very mm-hmm. much. No, no. And it's he, a big strain to use your superpower. He eventually just gets, gets, used to used to it enough i think that this yeah. may be like a narrative justification for why you can only do it once yeah that makes sense um, uh so you wake up uh, a few days later greg says hey don't use your ability too frequently uh, <laughs> and we go into to two six this chapter just let me die <laughs> oh no yeah. oh yeah. poor woman uh, yeah uh, yeah uh, yeah so this woman uh, shows up, and she's not. She didn't show up at the hospital because of suicide. Right, right. Uh, she has lacerations on her lung, uh, so you need to be closed with forceps before you can suture them, adding a new step. Yeah. Um, and she didn't have any external injuries, so nobody knows why she has those lung wounds. But she did have lacerations on her wrist, which Angie has opinions about. She does uh, <laughs> to the point where I want to say, like, if you're a person who has dealt with suicidal ideation in the past, this might actually remind you of shitty people. Uh, who may have uh, uh, handled you poorly. So I don't know, skip forward a couple of minutes, maybe. <laughs> it's real garbage man. Yeah, like, it I, sucks. <laughs> yeah, I totally think it sucks. And I think it's the way that this treatment is funny to me because it's so fucking uh-huh. ridiculous. But it's, a, it's, I, it's over know, the top and like the wrong thing to do in every single way. Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, we save her. Uh, and she she wanted to die. Um, we're talking to her and saying like, oh, you know, can you look at the person in the mirror and tell them that you want to die? Can you talk to your family? And then Angie interrupts the same way she did when you were getting your performance eval. And uh-huh. she's like, hey, just go die. <sighs> there are people here are struggling to breathe. Like if you don't, we're wasting our resources and time on you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, holy crap. Like later she gives you shit about bedside manner. Uh-huh. I lost my mind. Yeah. Like, Angie is the fucking worst. Yeah. <laughs> like, just terrible telling the telling the suicidal person <laughs> that like uh man yeah. you, you are a waste of resources which i don't know a depressed person thing. feels like uh, a lot actually yeah. <laughs> the opposite waste. of what you should say to somebody who yeah. tries to kill themselves and has lung guilt yeah <laughs> <laughs> wife harm and lung guilt yeah <laughs> lung guilt gave me wife harm oh god yeah. uh so like she leaves and this is where styles has the heart to heart with her you know about like you know just do you have to live for yourself and not the people putting pressure on you which you know that's nice and all but what she needs is a is a psych referral i think possibly no sure yeah yeah <laughs> uh and she she decides magically that she wants to live uh and says that styles is a good doctor 
Uh, this is also bullshit because apparently an overwhelming sense of despair is one of the symptoms that goes along with guilt. So yeah. she, like th- this is also saying that no person under their own steam would come to the conclusion that their life is worth ending and therefore yeah, the like, external yeah, has to dragon be, virus. I, right. It has to be like, d- like done to you. So if you're depressed, buck up, there might just be bugs in you. Yeah. Ridiculous. <sighs> yeah. Um, you know, the next day Angie pops in and says, re- reconcile her family. Um, and this is where she introduces a subplot where she's like, well, she's lucky she worked with you and not the death doctor. He pushes <laughs> euthanasia. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and again, this is, it's it, it said the same way. If this were like a, a game about a magic Academy, they'd talk about necromancy. Oh, it's, it's like, they, it's, they, it's, it's poses the dark arts in like a very real way. They talk, they talk it's, about like this person who pushes euthanasia in the same way that the Phoenix Wright series talks about prosecutors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's this is a good. person who went down the wrong path like, and then when, when you meet them they're just a surfer himbo <laughs> it's your it's friend so it's your weird. it's your best buddy from med school yeah it's spicoli <laughs> it's fucking doctor spicoli death first name spicoli last name death <laughs> um, yeah, like uh this uh this takes us into the next chapter please let me live uh, because reads over her silly suicide, right? Um, oh, uh, you know, it turns out it's because of the bugs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and uh, it finds out she's not taking this antihistamine externally, the stuff that can cause suicidal thoughts. It's being made in her body. Yes. So we go inside again mm-hmm. uh, to last uh, stitch up her lungs, and this is when we first see little tiny creatures pop out mm-hmm. of her lungs. What the hell uh, is that? Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, geez. It'd be uh, fucking scary. The first time a surgeon saw, like, a little critter, like, moving uh-huh. around. Like, going around, I like, would lose my shit. creating these perfectly straight lacerations. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're little shits. Like, the, the way they skitter. <laughs> they're real miscreants. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I forget the name of this. We'll, we'll, we'll see it. Uh, Kiriaki is, is what, is what yeah. this is. Uh, this is a little thing that goes around causing lacerations. Uh, it hides within the organs. So the order is you have to expose them with ultrasound, then use the scalpel to like pry them out of the organ and then zap them with your medical laser to kill them. Yeah. I call all the goblins in this hemogoblins. Okay. Like all of the, yeah. uh, the things. Cause I don't want to learn all the different names of all the things. No? Okay. All right. They're just all little, little critters. They're just, you know, little <laughs> shitheads. Yeah. Um, there's a final one. There's a bigger boss bug that mm-hmm. is uh, larger than the rest of the bugs. Um, and you have to laser it multiple times like a Mario boss. Yeah. Uh, it, it goes back into hiding in the organ. You have to keep finding it and pulling it out. Yes. This is going to be such a fucking weird games of service episode because this shit sounds bonkers <laughs> as hell. Like, if you don't know what this is, like, this just sounds like the weirdest video game in the world. It does. It, it's you a pretty know? weird game. <laughs> Super weird game. Yeah. One bugs. Yeah. So uh after uh the after we suture her back up, like okay, we think we've dealt with all the bugs, but who knows? Uh Craig yeah. and Angie, <laughs> uh they talk about uh the possibility that we just faced up against guilt. Uh all it's all in capitals. It's it's an acronym. Uh stands for gangliated eutrophin immunolatency toxin. And that's the last time I'm mm-hmm. gonna say that. Uh and yeah. uh Greg says, Hey, uh, the details of this operation should be confidential. Don't talk to anybody about this. Yeah. And in the way that the the pacing of the storytelling of this and how it doesn't work as a mystery, you're immediately called into Hoffman's office to verify yes. that it's guilt. Like that that should have been a slower burn. Mm-hmm. Like this case should have happened earlier. There should have been a return to normalcy. Yes. Um 
but we learn uh, that by successfully treating Reed with the healing touch, you're drawn the attention of the World Health Organization uh, subgroup called Caduceus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they want you to join. And these are like maverick super surgeons who want to cure every disease in the world. Right. It's it's like it's like shield basically, but for you know doctors. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the people who are infected with guilt receive a letter prior to their infection about how death is being denied to those who seek it. Uh, again, with that euthanasia the- theme, but they're mm-hmm. not. Again, they're not necessarily deserving people. Right. You know, it's not people who should be guilty. Mm-hmm. Um, and the doctor is like, you know, I don't know if you should do this, and later he's going to discourage you from joining uh, Caduceus, which made me think that you know, again, he's a villain. Right. But he's good. Right. Uh, so this takes us into the mission for the greater good. Uh, we have a patient who has a uh, mitral prolapse and regurgitation, uh, just referring to one of the heart valves. We need to uh, cut that out, cut out the bad valve and replace it with a synthetic one. Um, this is good. I, I like this mission a lot. It's like one of the last involved non guilt missions that you have to do. Like the heart goes into mm-hmm. arrhythmia, like the paddles come back, but you know, it's still this is the like this is refreshing compared to what we're going to see later with just guilt after guilt after guilt yeah you're not fighting goblins right you know which is great um the uh styles is comforting the patient after uh the patient uh the patient's mother rather right right uh, saying you know yeah yeah uh you know modern medicine means your daughter will recover more quickly um, and he has a little flashback to his father's terminal diagnosis. Mm-hmm. And this is what makes him decide that he wants to join uh, Caduceus. Yes. Accept the offer because he wants to heal as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, which it, it does count, make you count as a real doctor. In the <laughs> keeping world of trauma center. Right. Right. Um, so he accepts the offer. He goes to Hoffman, goes against his advice. And now he is going to be a part of this uh, elite organization. Uh, we cut mm-hmm. to Z2, Miracle. We're back with uh, with Dr. Weaver. Uh, she's briefed on this new patient. Uh, this is a guilt victim with a uh, large tumor uh, in, their, in their intestine, and you will need to use her healing touch. This is the first time you do it as her. Uh, her healing touch, instead of slowing time, uh, every correct action that you do uh, will uh, restore some vitals while it's active. Uh, so, yeah. uh, you know... If the patient is bottoming out, you just activate this and, you know, even just gelling something will uh, will, will cause them uh, to rise back up. You don't have to it's, take time to use your little uh, feel good juice. It's very similar to star mode in uh, rock band. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, where it's like, uh, oh, like I'm, I'm going to do this uh, just and it's going to get my combo back up mm-hmm. and save me from uh, from dying. Yeah. Um, other than that, there's not a whole lot to this. Um, it's like severing little tendrils on a tumor. Mm-hmm. get it out uh and then there are more you know progressive tumors of course This leads us into uh, episode three, Caduceus. Uh, Styles meets the director of U.S. operations, uh, Sydney Castle, at Caduceus HQ. This is Greg's brother. Uh, and they look identical except with different haircuts. Yep. <laughs> um, one of them puts his hair back and, like, puts his hand in front of his face a lot. And the other one just looks like a sly hunk. <laughs> so. Um, and we meet this kind of new cast of crew. 
you know, new cast and crew of this uh, hospital. We meet Richard Anderson, the only person with any BMI uh-huh. uh, in the entire game, um, who's the current uh, Secretary of Health and Human Services. Stephen Clark's the chief surgeon, and Sybil Meyer is the anesthesiologist. Right. Um, later, there's a researcher we're going to learn, and then mm-hmm. also the himbo. And yes. that's the uh, Caduceus crew. Yeah. Yeah. Sybil Myers, importantly, uh, used to be a cop, we're going to find out. Uh, yeah. When this gets to be much more high flying than, uh, than than you believe it might be, uh, and they say that hey, we are right on the verge of this guilt outbreak, uh, so it's really important that we have as many people as possible ready to try and nip it in the bud. And it's funny that there's about to be a guilt outbreak because I mean, if everybody is getting a letter, it means that like everybody is being manually infected, which is not yeah. how outbreaks work. <laughs> no, absolutely. Like it's very weird. It's not really an outbreak. Like targeted assassinations. I also think it's weird that Angie comes with you and like, why is she invited to the secret society of healers? You know, she just started. You're a package deal. She, 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 she hates you. She hates you. And she she does not, she does not want you to be beyond her (laughs) grasp. Yeah. I mean, she literally says that, but I just don't know why a caduceus goes along with it. <laughs> like the uh, Dr. Fingerbeard was like, I'm losing two talented people. This sucks uh-huh. at the going away party because he's a petulant little baby and I'm sure he's going to be a villain. <laughs> but no, it's just like uh, we just lost Angie because, you know, package deal. And she, she, I know why she wanted to come. It's because she knew about guilt, even though she's denying it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, she has a history with guilt. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also overhear somebody that, uh, that styles knows, uh, Tyler chase. This is the surf himbo. This is somebody that he went to med school with. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this takes into mission three, two guilt. Uh, this is very similar to the guilt patient we worked on previously as the, uh, Kiriaki, uh, hemoglobin. Um, <laughs> and they want to observe you do the operation and observe your healing touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's, it's literally just kind of the same thing. Um, there's dialogue that like, okay, they administer these things called chirality tests to, to, to determine the presence of guilt. Angie seems interested in this. This is basically just the way that they break the news to you that guilt is involved. Like, yes, the chirality is off the charts. We got to get one of these hemogoblins out or, oh no, we're not done. He's still testing chirally positive. It's like the plot, the plot device that they use to let you know when there's still work to do. Yeah. When you can be done. Yeah. You know, and Angie loves us. Mm-hmm. Like she's just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so Styles goes into Tyler's office looking for him. It's empty, but she sees <laughs> this again. Parts of this game that made me laugh. He sees some of his files, which he talks about how much he loves euthanasia. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, oh. There's all this drama. Like I can't pretend like I didn't see your euthanasia diary. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and like you think, oh, so his happy-go-lucky demeanor, you know, maybe that's just a front. Maybe he's got this dark psychopathic. <sighs> kind of thing. No, we're going to find out that's not the case. It's like, fuck. And he works for like the secret society of super doctors. Uh-huh. You know, like the, this game's attitude towards euthanasia are very strange. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And also I know we keep talking and calling him a surf boy and stuff. Um, you got to look up a picture of this dude. If you're never going to play this game, he looks like Jeff from maniac mansion. He does like big, big, happy blonde energy. Yeah. Like, like he, he's not in, the Dave Matthews band, but he's not, not in the Dave Matthews band. <laughs> like if he's not, he's, if he's, he's not on the stage, he's in the crowd, you know? Yeah. Rusted root adjacent, <laughs> you know? Um, oh, 
Uh, so Tyler takes you to see, you know, the kind of the reason why he's here, uh, his little sister, Amy, who's been hospitalized with guilt for two years. Uh, and she's here with her, mm-hmm. w- with her, uh, nurse, Leslie Sears. Um, uh, Styles confronts Tyler about his, uh, about his papers saying like, how could you, we're supposed to keep people alive instead of being like a secret psychopath and like a cartoonish, you know, just a just, just a straw man against euthanasia. He explains this very reasonable case that got him to exploring it, talking about a terminal cancer patient who had no who had no chance of living uh, with any quality of life, or you know, didn't have any chance of escaping just agonizing pain. So, wouldn't the compassionate thing be you know to to do be to be to be to end it as as peacefully as possible? Which people know, people who listen know know the duck feed pro euthanasia at least yeah, in a video yeah. game stance, but like I mean, I they pick say, the, like, we, the textbook example. <laughs> like we are we are more warm to euthanasia than most podcast networks probably. <laughs> I don't know what Jordan or Jesse's word is on people going right, but for 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 us like at the very least it's a debate yeah like this game just like treats it as like the secret thing you have to hide in your files uh-huh. and isn't even an idea to entertain uh-huh. like styles ain't he ain't hearing that like he literally does the like i'm very happy for you or sorry for you but i ain't reading that <laughs> uh, response <laughs> he just it's... says yeah you're not gonna euthanize your sister i'm her brother now <laughs> yeah. i get to choose <laughs> like you know why would he think about euthanizing his sister <laughs> like I don't... yeah yeah he, he was just gonna do it for fun he yeah. surely hasn't considered this <laughs> uh so of course because we've been introduced to a new character with guilt uh the next mission has to do with them it is something precious uh amy's condition is sharply declined uh tyler doesn't want anyone to operate on her until he hears until um he hears her hears amy beg styles to, to operate yeah <laughs> um this is a new type of guilt mm-hmm. uh that pops up um the the deftera this uh pops up in and these are named after the greek days of the week Okay. Anyway, um, the uh, there are seven of them. Um, so these are tumors that replicate really, really fast that they seem to move. Um, but the uh, the type A and the type B strains of this will hold each other still. Yeah. Um, so it kind of moves around generating these tumors, and you have to drain them when they meet. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, very specifically to to wipe both of them out. Um, the, uh, it, the individual type A's and type B's, if a type A meets with a type A, it will make uh, a new tumor. If a type B meets with a type B, it'll make a new tumor, uh, but it will not be vulnerable. You have to kind of like hope that they collide with each other. One thing that I read was that you can use the healing gel as a way to like corral them in together. Oh, that, interesting. That did not work for me. So okay. it was just kind I of like, I didn't think to try that. It was just kind of waiting for them to collide. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is what it's like when tumors collide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so this moves around to different organs. Yeah. Um, when we go to the lungs. Uh, there are two pairs of these, or two A's and two B's. Uh, very, very difficult. And we, you know, the timeline has not changed for this. Right. Um, you know, after you do this, Tyler's like, Hey styles, do you want me to turn me in? <laughs> uh, or, you know, like, I, I now cops? see that you're right about this incredibly complicated ethical issue. <laughs> 
um, do you want me to go to jail forever? Mm -hmm. And Stiles says, no, 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 just erase your philosophy. Like, re-edit your thesis and put your findings to good use to eliminate suffering for once, you piece of shit. <laughs> That's what he was trying to do in the first place. <laughs> like, so funny. Um, you know what it reminded me of when, when Amy, when the sister was like, no, I want him to operate. I have hope now. Okay. It reminded me of one of those, like, God's Not Dead style movies. Oh, like the Christian propaganda stuff? Yeah, yeah like, where, where, like, you know, the, the ghost of an aborted baby comes back and, like, <laughs> begs not to be, like, ended or something. Like, taking, like, an ethical, you know, something that actually, you know, I have a strong opinion about, but I would admit that there are two sides to the argument. Yeah, yeah. And just just being like, no, 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 here's the fantasy wish fulfillment straw man version of the other side of it. Mm-hmm. You know, up until she met this dipshit, it, it took a 26 year old, like, a 26 year old who doesn't comb his hair for me to want to live. Uh, you know, like, God damn. Yeah. Just incredible like, stuff. A, like, like a light switch. Um, so uh, sometime later, uh, Sydney uh, calls you in. This is again, Greg's Greg's brother uh, calls you in to review your footage uh, before a conference. Uh, we're interrupted by uh, the 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 character with the stock sarcastic face uh, that, yes. that pops up in certain kinds of anime. Uh, this is Victor Niguel. Uh, he is the head of Caduceus Research. Like he's the person who makes all the medicines that you use. Yeah, yeah. Um, we go to a conference, and the uh, we talk. To the leader of Caduceus Europe gets up to speak to the group. Uh, speak about the group behind Guilt, which mm -hmm. is known as Delphi. Um, they found an abandoned lab in an African village, uh, you know, so that's going to be a, a place we're going to head to soon. Yeah. Um, but we, first we do three, six, uh, that night be, as the conference is ending, someone takes over the PA system. They've planted a bomb to kill the doctors. So people will stop living their unnatural lives <laughs> and we do surgery on a bomb. Yeah. Uh, we defuse it, you know? <laughs> Yeah, uh, which is pretty fun. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Dr. Myers shows up and she's like, hey, I dated a guy from the bomb swab when I was a cop. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to walk you through this. Yeah. And it's a really like refreshing change of pace. It is. Yeah. I also love the way that she explains uh, why she, you know, like why this came up. She says like, oh, you'd be like, it's it's crazy what cops talk about with each other or something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but this is this is good. It's like a it's a four stage process. It's different than the one that's on the DS. I like this one just a little bit better, uh, mm -hmm. be, just because it's a little bit more dynamic than cutting wires and stuff. Uh, so like, and it starts with a puzzle. Like uh, the there's a case on the outside of the bomb that is screwed on, uh, and if you turn the screws the wrong way, they um, uh, it, it uh, gives you a strike. And if you get what three yeah. strikes, uh, then uh, like th th then you're out. So you need to like decode the markings on the casing itself in order to uh in order to uh get the case off of it to know which which direction to turn which screws yeah yep uh inside you pull and place these pegs to change the voltage um so you can bring up this like shadowrun esque hexagonal like floating sphere it's like a like a core like an antimatter core this thing yeah it is zap the the shields when they're not glowing mm -hmm. uh and then attack the core while it has it's like a star fox boss yeah it's um, like the, the, these you know, rings like, that circle around it you have to shoot when the rings are not in the way yeah, yeah. um after doing this uh no time to bask in your fame you get called to go to the abandoned lab in africa right 
Um, uh, moving to chapter three, Caduceus on a plane. Oh. Tired of these motherfucking Caduceus on this motherfucking plane. <laughs> Which is funny because the popular conception of a Caduceus is that it is the staff with uh, the two snakes. Yeah, that's not the actually the Caduceus. Plane. Yeah, snakes on yeah, a plane. But then yeah. that's, that's a joke. The, uh, that's a joke. When I was... Sorry, sorry. I'll, 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 I'll cool my jets. It's fine. No, no, I, no. I just the uh, when I was. Um, uh, back in my band days, uh-huh. we used to do a thing once a year where our bands would cover another band. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had a band with Brayton and my friend Ryan uh, with three keyboards called Joystick Joy. And we did um, Super Tramp Ooh. one year. And we were doing uh, Goodbye Stranger. And I always snuck uh, like a snake without a plane. Ooh. And, you know, like the part where it's like, you know, like a king without a castle. Mm-hmm. Like a you know, a yeah. car without a ring. I always snuck with like a snake without a plane uh, into there because it was the mid two thousands. Of course, yeah. And also, I like that as a metaphor. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, for no purpose if you don't have a plane for your snake. Come on. Uh, also, I've seen snakes on a plane, and it's pretty funny. Oh yeah, like that. That is, you know, like that got parodied to death and everything. But that's a pretty funny movie, uh-huh. like intentionally, <laughs> like just opening up luggage bins and just fucking. Snakes, snakes fall out. Yeah, yeah. The House of a Thousand Snakes style. It, it was, it was, it was made. You keep on saying House of a Thousand. It's Room of a Thousand Snakes. Oh, okay. Yeah. You haven't played the sequel. <laughs> yeah. God, Arcane Kids are so good. Uh, uh, I love. It. So, uh, yeah. No, I just, I just remember like sitting in was like calculus class or something like that and just like a friend said hey did you know that somebody that, that they were making a movie called snakes on a plane and like it just that was just such an inherently funny phrase that it's, we it's just la- we just we just laughed for minutes and like we did it was one yeah. of those la- it was like with the the giraffe town laugh where like every time we tried to stop somebody else would start the cycle again yeah yeah, yeah. It just it because it, it has the the cadence of an expression that means something. Uh huh. But the more you think about it, the more it breaks down. <laughs> yeah. You know, because it's yeah. What are they doing up there? Uh, we didn't um, have a lot going on fourteen years ago. No, <laughs> this, this is this is prior to real problems <laughs> uh, for us. Um, we're on a plane here, and right as we take off, the pilot calls for a doctor uh, because somebody has respiratory uh, edema and they need to have their lungs drained. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get to do a little surgery on the plane that has nothing to do with guilt. Yes. Uh, using ultrasound to find the fluids, cutting them open, draining them up. Uh, and the kind of twist here is there's turbulence. Yes. So the uh, the plane will shake every once in a while. And if you try to do anything while it's shaking, uh, you cause a laceration. Mm-hmm. This is cool and realistically stressful. I, I yeah. like this mission a lot. Yeah. And it's the thing I always see in movies. Mm-hmm. You know, like, is there a doctor on the flight? But I've never seen in real life. So it's cool to, like, live that out. Yeah. Uh, so it's fun. It's like hilarious. Uh, like I, I failed this mission because I didn't realize how the turbulence worked and I'm just rubbing the ultrasound around this all of a sudden. (laughs) 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 Like you're, you're the poke of Zorro. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Might as well have been rubbing a chainsaw around. Like, (laughs) now tell me, is this where the fluid is? (laughs) Yeah. Um, you land at the village, uh, and we spend a long time looking for the lab until we find a young boy who wants to help us find it. Right. Um, this boy's named Ruben. Uh, unfortunately, he gets guilt. Yes. And it's this brand new strain. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and um, this is the puzzle boss. It is these blue yes. thorns and these green triangles. These are the Delteri, I think is the name of it. Some pop, yeah, mm-hmm. something, something, like that. something like that. Um, and you have to pull the pegs out in the correct order, um, uh, in order to stop the, in order to stop the, uh, the triangles from, uh, from spreading. And the more an organ is covered by these things, the faster the vitals will drop. Yes. Um, and the triangles will grow into a, a, a grid if there are two thorns next to each other. And sometimes they explode into gas, which you have to vacuum up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this previous to this, we'd only use the gas for like liquid. Mm-hmm. Um, and it this uh, visually, like there's some color puzzles later that did not fuck with me. Mm-hmm. Um, the gas did not stand out very yeah. well to me. Very poorly uh, defined borders on it. Yes. Yeah. So this was difficult. Yeah. Um, the director of Caduceus Europe contacts you and says this is derived from a technology that they attempted to develop to try to stop cancer growth. Mm-hmm. Um, it couldn't differentiate between healthy and cancerous tissue, so it petrified organs. Yeah. Um, they stopped this development because they made like the Medusa syndrome or something, <laughs> uh, but Delphi got a hold of it. Yes. So this kind of yeah. brings a little bit there. there. There's somebody who is giving them uh, research, uh, the fruits oh. of the research here. Um, just, I, I really don't like the Delteri. I eventually got better at them, but it is very poorly explained in the game how you're supposed to deal They're with pretty it. pretty annoying. Yeah. Uh, but there, there's a good, you know, funny bit that took me by surprise here <laughs> because after the operation, Ruben gives you a file folder, but all the characters think he's giving him, uh, giving you a book. Uh huh. And we spent a lot of dialogue on this and I was just thinking how funny it would be if Ruben was like, you know, thank you for saving my life. Here's my book. It's kind of an adult Harry Potter, but in space. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine if Superman was bad. That is what I like to imagine in this book. (laughs) If if Ruben is trying to break into the, into the toxic YA author scene. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I tell you, there's nothing but haters out there trying to bomb my Goodreads. (laughs) (laughs) And then you have to go inside the body of the Goodreads and zap them. <laughs> uh, and I, I love that nobody can recognize a file folder. It's treated as a reveal. Uh-huh. Like, it's like, oh, it's a book. Wait, you know, exclamation point, shocked animated face. That's not a book. It's a file folder. <laughs> like, come on, yeah. guys. Uh, so fucking dumb. Yeah. Um, uh, but Ruben's uh, brother uh, uh, worked on the research here. Um, <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. he managed to grab a hold of it here. Uh, so Styles is called back to the U.S. immediately because uh, because Greg uh, Casal, his old boss, uh, has been admitted to Caduceus America with a new strain of guilt. Yes, um, we don't get to do this yet. We are on a, on a cliffhanger. We go into our Z three mission um, where an investigator is tailing Doctor Weaver and her like handler mm-hmm. um, and gets into a car accident, like a paparazzo or whatever, and we have to save his life in a dark tunnel. This uh, is really cool. Light. I love this. Yeah, this this is uh, spooky. You know, there's a lot of discourse around how you can't put them in front of the headlights. Mm-hmm. You have to use uh, this little flashlight and then a camera flash to kind of memorize where the wounds are. Mm-hmm. Uh, this would later become part of the series. You know, like yeah. all the things in the Z missions are like pilots. Yes. Yep. Like it quite a bit. Also shows that mm-hmm. Weaver's not a bad person. Just got caught up in a bad situation. She still has the uh, yep. the medical ethics. Uh, this brings us into episode four, Bioterror. Yeah, which is what it's been for the past couple of ones, uh, past couple of chapters, mm-hmm. but okay. Still. Still. Bioterror remains. So we're back in Angela's Bay, and we find out uh, that Greg is infected with an unknown guilt strain. 
Um, he was attending to a guild outbreak when he got infected. So now it kind of cross, you know, jumps. It's not just the letter thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Greg's sick sprite. It's like <laughs> Harry Nilsson. Like he's like kind of hunched over and he's got this real shitty and grin on his face for some reason. <laughs> like it's very funny. Yeah. Um, and we find out Caduceus is working on a serum to kill the guilt, but they need more antigen samples. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we get to uh, chapter four two, race for the cure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there are um, several different places where you can go on the map here. Uh, This is different. Like, usually the map just indicates where you're going to be headed to. Uh, These are different places where uh, people are suffering from guilt. Each one has a person who you need to extract the new guilt from. Yes, to get all the different, like, collect them all. Mm -hmm. Um, The new guilt is called Tatari. Um, <laughs> this is a good note. Uh, it does look like a Gen 4 Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and like this little cute little critter, uh, moves around, uh, pooping out little toxic gases mm-hmm. and you have to stun it with serum, then cut it open and take its goo from yep. it, uh, and make sure you get all three antigen types. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so eventually this will become a color matching kind of thing because you have mm-hmm. to inject them with the correct antigen. Um, this ends up being just a little bit of a, a little bit of a crapshoot because there's no guarantee that you're going to be able to accomplish this just with three operations. Yeah. Yeah. So you might have to do more. Yeah. Um, might get duplicates. Yeah. yeah. Uh, back at Caduceus, uh, Victor has synthesized a serum. We had to wait for this to work. Um, and after that, we're going to remove the guilt from Greg. Uh, we get to chapter four, four stepping up. Greg tells styles, gives him a big speech about ignoring his personal relationships, you know, in, in the operating room, like, you know, I'm nothing but a patient, you know, I don't want you to end up like Hoffman, Mm -hmm. uh, who, you know, got too attached to one of his subjects. And this is where we have to do the uh, color matching. We have to use the right serum on the right tumors. Mm -hmm. Um, this was a crapshoot that this worked. This could have been where my time with this ended. Uh, yeah. And it might be the time for you. Uh, because, yeah. you know, different kinds of colorblindness. Yep. Um, I could differentiate these. Okay. Yeah. Um, but this is probably a part of this that would be more greatly differentiated, uh, if this game were made now. Yes. Yeah. There'd be a different way to do it. Um, and this just ends up being, you know, more steps to do. And it's really more about selecting the right tool at the right time than, uh, than anything else. Uh, it's pretty generous once you get the injection in. Uh, how long it stays stunned for you to do your to do your thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, the leader of Caduceus uh, U.S. is giving out this interview on the street, and he collapses uh, with chest pains. Uh, turns out that he also has guilt. Mm-hmm. Um, HQ gets a letter from the terrorist. Maybe it got postmarked wrong or something, so they get it late. <laughs> Maybe a reverse warning <laughs> fell between the know? seats, Mister Grisman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and this is, uh, takes into four, six with a new kind of strain all called, uh, Pempty. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know how to chase this, so, uh, how to treat this. So this ends up, uh, this is our arc with Victor, the researcher. Yes. As we just keep on cutting this fool open, trying yep. to just figure out what's it. going on. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Just maybe this color goo will do it. Uh, so uh we open up and we find out that his uh that his lung is uh is full of an unknown fluid and uh no tool will, will work against it uh well it won't suck up just fine you can't cut it it's just right there in his lungs uh what victor needs to do is um program a nanomachine uh in order to uh make it vulnerable right 
we are in the future, yes. so nano machines are in play. So we alternate between failed surgeries on this dude, um, and then little puzzles that you have to like little shape matching puzzles. Like pentominoes. Yeah, pentominoes is a great way to put that, where you have to uh, uh, kind of take and rotate these things and put them put them onto a grid uh, in order to match the larger shape. Yeah, and this this is uh, full of. Uh, Sundeer stock character laughs as Victor like, gives you shit and I, claims credit. And stuff. I expect you to take a while, but come on, man. Yeah, yeah. It's it's been a while since someone just absolutely treated Derek like a something like holding a court a turd by the corner. Yeah, you know? <laughs> just so, so you. It's, it's yeah, been a while since Derek got owned. Yeah, absolutely humiliated for sexual gratification. So it's good that Victor's here just to like absolutely give you shit. Yeah, um, it is very funny. It's like he's like getting combat data. Yeah, like he just he's he's opening you up, opening having you open up this guy and inject him with goo so mm-hmm. he can get the results. Yeah, and then they just close him back up, and it just kind of keeps happening, as if there aren't labs, right? You <laughs> as know, if, <laughs> as if like, <laughs> like you, there aren't petri dishes in this world. You take a sample and use different parts of it, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, like my lungs are not a petri dish, Victor. No, Victor, come on. Uh, so Victor has put together this new laser that will let us actually damage the core. Uh, and then once mm-hmm. the core is actually uh, kind of cornered and exposed, it, this turns into kind of a shmup, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's real weird. It releases these little waves uh, that do damage the lungs in different ways, either lacerations, tumors, or like direct damage to the vital signs. And you have to laser these little cores. This is where it's the most like a kind of light gun mm-hmm. thing. And then also fix the messes that they do. Yes. Uh, you know, that they make. Um, yeah. And, you know, inject them full of feel good juice. Mm hmm. Yeah, between uh, between the waves. Um, this yeah. is this is fun. Apparently, this uh, gets uh, people who try to speed run the game. Like the, these are the most frustrating missions because you can't rush it at all. Like it's kind of like oh, an auto scroller yeah. kind of thing. Is my understanding about it? I can see that. Yeah, and then not even just for speed running, but like trying to ace a mission if you're trying to ace it or get the SA yeah, rank really or, good whatever scores or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Master surgeon. <laughs> uh, yeah. So after this operation, uh, all that we can do is hope that this uh, uh, health and human services secretary is going to recover. Uh, he wakes up three days later, but he's not going to make it. Probably because somebody kept on opening him up. <laughs> there was a lot of unnecessary surgery land yeah. going on uh, with him. Um <laughs> He wakes up and he wills Caduceus HQ to Hoffman, yeah. uh, who I was certain was going to be a villain. Like, I'm like, oh, this guy's mm-hmm. certainly working for, but uh, he doesn't want to do it because he's such a, you know, he's so grief stricken. And he eventually just goes, okay. And does it. Uh, it's not a very good arc or anything. Nobody's in control of their own fate in this. They have mm-hmm. to acquiesce to it. No. Um, after this, we get another Z mission, uh, Z4 transplant. Um, Dr. Weaver is waiting for a new kidney for a guilt stricken patient. Uh, she's being ordered around by a professor whose face is covered in shadow. These are, you know, Delphi ne'er-do-wells. Yes. Yeah. Eventually going to be uh, important characters in the final chapters here. Uh, and this is a trans uh, a transplant. Uh, first, we have to remove uh, two of the guilt tumors uh, that we've dealt with before. Um, and then we have to uh, cut out the old organ and put the new one in. Uh, and, and then uh, make the connections on the blood vessels and even attach the ureter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, And afterwards, like, we get some story stuff. Uh, You know, Weaver is talking to her handlers, like, hey, I don't understand, like, what is Delphi doing? Are you trying to save mankind or wipe it out? And the shadowy person says, the planet cannot sustain seven billion meaningless lives. 
Um, it absolutely can. <laughs> yep. Eco-fascist piece of shit. Yep. Um, yeah. You know, uh, yeah. You're all doctors. Mm-hmm. Like, like literally, uh, you know, there's a lot of money going on into this thing. Yeah. Uh, you know that, uh, I mean, I'm not trying to say doctors don't necessarily deserve, uh, their payment, but there, there are doctors who make more money than mm-hmm. one can earn. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. and they, they make it because of the ridiculous education fees to get them there and stuff. It is all a fucking dumb shell game. And yeah, no, just, just like everything is, but it all goes back to Malthus was wrong, dudes. Yeah. He was wrong. There's such a thing as carry capacity. (laughs) This moves us into episode five, which is called It Never Ends, and this is where the game lost me. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was like, man, uh, I'm getting sick of this. And then episode five comes up and goes, it never ends. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. I, I was just sick of fighting. I was just sick of fighting these little goblins. Uh-huh. You know, and it's also where it gets really hard. This is our first multi-surgery. Yes. Um, and these fucking blow. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so you know, we start off, uh, Hoffman is addressing the Caduceus team. Uh, we get an alert about an outbreak. We go to the site and we have to start, oper- you know, Hoffman decides to operate and we have to do five mi- uh, five patients uh, in a row with yep. the level one guild. Mm-hmm. Um, we have 10 minutes. Uh, so keeping in mind, you know, previously we had five minutes for one patient. Mm-hmm. Now we're down to two minutes in a real like, you know, if you take up too much time on the first one, mm-hmm. you can really fuck yourself. Yeah. And these aren't that difficult, but it, it's starting a precedent of the last patient or last two patients dying on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, this yeah. Stuff. Uh, there, there is a mercy that is extended to you. you. You only have to save three of the five in order to pass. They do not communicate mm-hmm. this to you though. So if you are somebody no. who is saying, all right, well, I, it took me three minutes to cure the first one. I'm not going to have enough time to get all this. And you restart. Um, you probably would get real frustrated if you got to the third and then all of a sudden, well, whoops, sorry, we lied to you. There's actually a backup. You're yeah. good now. You're going to get, you're going to get a bad rank, but if you're just playing to see the story, well, you know, that's why pencils have erasers. Well, it's just not that interesting to me to do this thing. I've already done faster, right? Like something like this is uh weirdly comes up a little bit in shadow of Mordor, which we're doing at the end of the month, but this is a very broad statement I'm going to make, but I okay. kind of stand by it. Mm-hmm. I think I've decided I don't like being timed in games. Hmm. Like, I don't think a time limit is an interesting way to add things. Uh, you know, I talk about like, oh, you hit the button and then the door opens and you have to do this little thing before the door closes. Yeah. Bullshit. Um, I never like that. But even this, like, I just want to do it. I don't necessarily want to try to do it fast. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just not a, an access which I take very much enjoyment from like rank me on it, but don't fail me if it takes too long. Like, well, you know, rank me on it. If it makes you feel good. Yeah. <laughs> but it's never something I'm going to pay attention to. Right. Right. You know, I don't, it's not, it's not adding value for me, mm-hmm. you know? And I was thinking about like this with, with any of these, like any video game where that is kind of a factor. Like no. when I played hotline Miami, like I could go for combos, mm-hmm. but never for speed. Right. You know, I would try to, I would try to do stylish kills cause that's cool, but never mm-hmm. just doing it faster. Yeah. You know, I think I can broadly get behind you on that. Yeah. This bums me out because eventually this game kind of runs out of tricks. Like mm-hmm. you're fighting the same kind of guilts. It's just, how about you do more of them or they're more pernicious? Yeah. Or they're in combination or, 
Yeah. Uh, you know, but just eventually yeah. they only have a couple of different ways to make the missions harder because they run out of ways to make them more interesting. Yes, exactly. So it just ends up becoming kind of repetitive in a way that, and also I'm not that excited about the plot in general. Like I don't mm-hmm. think that the actual, I don't think Delphi is cool right. or interesting uh, really. So it's like the gameplay at this point is kind of not really engaging me very much. And I'm not that interested in the story. Um, I was more into it up until this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think. You know, at this point it's just, it's just kind of in a bit of a holding pattern until you get to the final chapter and stuff, which is yeah. weirdly disconnected from everything else. It's because yeah. it was written just for this game. Yeah. You know, it was not the original final chapter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, after we do just basically a whole bunch of karaoke fights in a row, uh, we get to mission five, three here, shifting guilt. Uh, there are people outside of the quarantine zone who are collapsing with guilt like symptoms. And Tyler, uh, makes the, uh, horrifying discovery that it's a new strain that is possibly airborne. Uh, it is not a new yes. strain. This is just a tougher version of the Tritty uh, guild, or sorry, uh, grid problems. Uh, mm-hmm. The ones where you have to pull out the thorns. Yeah. It is just that they, yep. they're more prone to turn into gas when you take them out. Yep. So you have to vacuum them quicker. Yeah. Um, this moves us into 5-4, Guilt Evolves. A case of Tatari has been con- confirmed nearby. Mm-hmm. Um, and Styles is called in to operate. Uh, it's like the other Tatari, so these are the color-matching dudes, mm-hmm. but you just have to do it more times. Yeah. That's the other thing this iterates on a lot, and I'm just not that interested <laughs> in. Yeah. Um, what Sydney if you, gets a call what if you from, had to throw Bowser yeah. off of the off of the arena five times instead of three? Yeah, instead yeah. of three. Yeah, and like three is already not that interesting. Yeah. You know, that Mario bossness of it is not that interesting mm-hmm. um sydney gets a call from the uh the human health and human services guy or the department um and they want him to abort his shipments of anti-guilt medicine to public hospitals because the pharmaceutical industry is getting pissed uh, so sydney sends out files on how to deal with guilt instead mm-hmm. um that could have been a theme for this game could have yeah pharmaceutical yeah. industry coming in undercutting the efforts yeah, yeah. yeah. no instead just the, this little grace note a hint at a better thing yeah, 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 it's minor. Yeah. Um, the medicine and plans work. Um, but by going over everyone's head to avert the crisis, Sydney became a hero and Caduceus is now untouchable politically. Like right. this, these maverick doctors did mm-hmm. the right thing. Yeah. Loose cannons who get results. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, that night, there's an alarm that goes off in the hospital. Um, Delphi is sending their goons in, their hired goons. Uh, there are some intruders. Mm-hmm. And we corner one of them, um, and it is actually the uh, shadowy professor guy from the Z segments. Uh, Angie yeah. is uh, so shocked to see him that she freezes and accidentally accidentally lets him get away. Maybe something to do with her past. Ooh. Uh, Myers managed to get a picture of the professor, but she collapses in pain because the professor injected her with something. Mm-hmm. Um, and this starts 5-6 infection with this new strain, uh, Paraskevi. Uh, which is this tiny little snake guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to freeze him by hitting him in the tail. It's very Zelda. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with a laser and then cut him in <laughs> half. And then there are now two smaller snakes. Yeah. Um, so you have to make them small enough to pull out and they're too big initially. So you have to just kind of keep splitting them into smaller versions. But as they're doing this, they're burrowing deeper and deeper into organs. Yeah. And their goal is to get to the heart. If they get through enough organ layers, they get to the heart and they'll kill the patient. Yeah. 
this is hectic and scary, but the problem is uh, the only way to make it more interesting or more difficult is to start you with fewer layers uh, to the heart until eventually just like we're going to start you on the heart. And if you see one of them start circling to burrow, you're fucked because now your patient is dead yeah. immediately. Yeah. If you don't zap that, you're done. Yeah. Um, the photo that Myers took, we take a look and this is uh, Professor Blackwell who was missing 10 years ago. This is uh, Andy's father. Yes. Of course. Mm -hmm. uh, the so. FBI has figured out, hey, Blackwell is operating um, out of this uh, research lab called uh, IDOF. And the uh, they're raiding the lab, and they want Styles to be there. And Angie insists on uh, coming along, despite the obvious and wild conflict of interest. Well, and that you're a surgeon's assistant. Well, yes. Like in this world, surgeon you know surgeon assistants have more prestige than I think they do in real life. <laughs> yeah. So we go to the labs and we find a man who is infected. Uh, he insists that we should save Blackwell instead of him, uh, but we decide to operate anyway because we're a doctor. Mm -hmm. Our hippopotamus oath. Um, <laughs> He has this new strain uh, with a bunch of bugs erupting from these lacerations in his lungs. Mm -hmm. um, he's got bug lung. Yeah. And you have to zap him with a laser. Yeah. Uh, which at this point, like they have gotten rid of any uh, sense that the laser is burning, um, is burning flesh. Like you are just taking this laser and sweeping the entire lung with it. Yeah. It's just a gun. Yeah. yeah at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um, and sometimes there's a big blue bug uh, that causes the vitals to plummet while uh, while it's alive. But this is mostly just disturbing. Like, I don't know. I, I, I get pretty weirded out by the idea of having bugs inside you. And that's kind of what this game is all about. This is the most visceral version of that, where it is just a swarm that is nested. You know, it's the idea of what, yeah. like eating, you, you know, you chew bubble gum and has spider spider eggs in it. And they and they sure. hatch inside you. Yeah. Yeah. As you do. As you do. Yeah. As you do. That's why you don't swallow gum, kids. <laughs> um, the uh, uh, This moves us on to 5-9, Death Awaits All, where we corner the professor, um, and he says that we are nothing against his ultimate strain, Savato, which he's infected with, mm -hmm. and this is kind of our boss virus. Um, Savato is a spider that makes a web inside, so we're like so out, outside of medicine, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, that weaves a web that harnesses the energy of heartbeats. Yes. So you have to cut through these strands of the web, but the web is made of some kind of acid that melts your scalpel, so you can't use it for a little while. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so okay. you have to keep on cutting as you wait for your you cut, and then you have to wait uh, and, and do other stuff while you wait for a new one to be delivered to you hoping that the Parvati does not uh, weave another one. So it is a race against this thing as it builds out the web. You have barely enough time um, to get yeah. back to get back to cutting once you get a new scalpel here. Um, so after you cut the uh, so after you cut the web apart, you enter the second phase here where you have to use your laser to get rid of the shielding several times um, as it cuts the heart and spawns more of these ba these baby bugs. Uh, this is tough because there's not an awful lot of feedback about uh, how how much progress you're making on it as mm -hmm. it as it uh, cuts things as it uh, cuts down. It's actually pretty frustrating, um, you know, to determine once the uh, once the shield is down, you have to cut it with your scalpel to kind of uh, make it vulnerable. Yeah. And and we're just doing this, you know, just trying to fight things we don't have an end game in, in sight mm -hmm. uh once we've done this twice though victor shows up and has a serum that'll kill the bug so yeah. we do the long deshielding process inject it 
uh, and then it causes the star of lacerations. Um, your healing uh, touch automatically activates, and then you can activate it again, which doesn't slow down time. It freezes time, mm-hmm. so you can perform the final injection. So, like, there's one time it happens with the plot, and then you can, like, double it. Yes. To get super time stop. It doesn't communicate to you, though, that it will stack. You just kind of have yeah. to have to figure it out. Uh, yeah. But you've saved this awful man and yep. uh, killed the awful bug that was inside of him. Yeah. Like, yeah, you want him to face justice. Mm-hmm. That's why you say you do it. Yeah. Uh, and this takes us to Z5, our final Naomi mission. Uh, she is at the IDOF lab uh, when things start going bad. Uh, and someone comes down with what appears to be a regular karaoke strain. Uh, but uh, there are Savato present. And Dr. Blackwell uh, there wants you to keep the big blue Savato bug alive uh, while you seal, seal them with a karaki. Uh, while they come up with a serum, they'll stun the bugs. They can extract them mm-hmm. and come up with a Savato uh, countermeasure. Yeah. Um, after the operation, Weaver is forced to evacuate. Um, they didn't take her guilt samples, though, so she figures she can run off to Europe with them yeah. and be not a monster. Yeah, yeah. She can she can go and go and be a good Ada Wong. Uh starting the final chapter, six, Dark Gospel. <laughs> um, and this is the chapter that starts with a summation of the final chapter of the DS game. Mm-hmm. Um, which is really weird. Like the structure of this ends up being paced very weird. Like yeah. it's about how Delphi ends. Mm-hmm. Um they we've taken care of the you know, the beginning of the last chapter, we've taken care of the terrorist organization. Yes. Yeah, and like what actually happened was you took out the sleeper cells. Uh, Blackwell insists on going to prison, and you do this raid on the actual stronghold. And the villain of the story, Adam, is dealt with in a, like just in a text box. Adam, with yes. his whole philosophy, like he's this guy who's incredibly sick because he started incubating the the guilt inside himself as he was also uh, putting them into the bodies of orphans. Like he calls he's them. He's 180 years old as yeah. well. <laughs> I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they've been like kidnapping children uh, called you know, and calling them sinners. And like you had to go through just like a bunch of these chambers as Derek Styles, uh, almost like a jigsaw kind of thing with um, <laughs> with Adam taunting you until you finally got to him and dealt with the uh, the, the the boss the boss dream that was inside of him. It is very strange to have that just like waved away because it sounds like even just like described in the text in the game, it sounds like a video game ass thing. Like, Oh yes, there was a yeah. final dungeon where you went up against the first version of all of these, of all of these things you've seen. Yeah. C- cool. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> I mean, it would like what we get instead is also very weird. Uh, huh. you know, like that, that makes sense. It felt, felt like a climax to this story, mm-hmm. you know, Blackwell, who is the big bad guy of this, uh, insist on serving out his prison term. He got a pardon though. Uh-huh. He's like, no, 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 I'm, I'm repentant, but they gave him a pardon for cooperating, which is uh-huh. ridiculous. Yep. Um, <laughs> Do you know how many people died because of what you did, dude? Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Uh, ridiculous. Yeah. So, you know, at the end of that, you, uh, you eliminate him. He's, he's basically like this 180 year old corpse who's animated by guilt mm-hmm. and his body's taken into custody. Uh, Styles and Angie are requested by Caduceus uh, Europe for a long-term assignment in Britain to work on a secret project. Um, this feels very hinky. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be working under Dr. Owen at the research lab, and it has all these bodies and tanks, like a Resident Evil ending. Yeah. Um, they're working on developing regenerative cells using information learned to fighting the guilt. Yeah. Which is immediately, like, both Styles and Angie are like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Don't do the dark science. <laughs> Please don't. Uh, poison fruit from the poison tree, dog. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the director of Caduceus Europe here uh, introduces us to Dr. Kinoshima, uh, known better to us as Dr. Weaver from the Z episodes. This is Naomi. She did indeed flee uh, to Europe uh, and is kind of working here, we find out, uh, to do her penance for uh, having uh, contributed to Delphi and their uh, their their work here. Uh, she can't do she can't work research full time because she's dealing with these cases of guilt that pop up because she also has the healing touch. We have styles now so they can actually, uh, you know, research. Do and research well. Yeah, they do research and heal people with these outstanding cases. Yeah, they have uh, they have multiple units. Mm-hmm. Um, so a, t- a Tatari case comes in and Dr. Weaver wants to watch your healing touch and see how it's different. Mm hmm. Uh, these Tatari, they're the color matching guys, but instead of being the color, you just have to look at the gas they excrete mm-hmm. uh, to see which color they are. Uh, this is fine. Um, during the course of the operations, though, Style gets Styles gets weaker and weaker, and he collapses. Yes. Um, lead us into something like I think that if I was more attached to these characters, mm-hmm. maybe this would be really cool. Uh, but six four, where Doctor Weaver uh, Naomi operates on Styles. Yes. So the hunter has become the hunted. Mm-hmm. Uh, through this yes yeah it just uh i think they were going for something like uh in the third phoenix right game where uh where edgeworth comes in and defend acts as a defense attorney for phoenix uh but possibly no, i've not spent enough time with these people to have this matter an awful lot to me yeah and this is also not where the theme of the tragic flaw of doctors is they can't operate on themselves <laughs> right. you think that would come up here but that actually comes up later it does yeah so. So, uh, this is where she confides in him as to her role in helping create guilt uh, and also, you know, why she is uh, using her healing touch here to get immunity. So uh, Styles has both the Kiriaki and the Periskevi uh, strains. Uh, it's not pretty tough. You have to deal with the Kiriaki. You've done this a hundred times before. Uh, the Periskevi. Uh, this ends up being the problem because there is no margin for error. This is where they start on the heart. Yeah. Yep, yep. So you you cannot chase them. Yeah. Um Caduceus Europe's director Miller uh takes Styles to the tank room and shows him the secret Z cell project. It's Adam's body, uh, mm-hmm. which is dead but not rotting. Um, there are these neo cells that they're using as a regenerative treatment. So this is like basically a, a sequel to the first game, all contained in this chapter. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's really weird. Mm-hmm. Um the uh and we get to six six the future of guilt. Uh, where Hoffman, uh, Fingerbeard, is disgusted <laughs> to learn that the funding for the Z-Cell project comes from the military, meaning that there's no risk of sending men to war if they can fully recover. Right, right. So we have this magical thing so they can all go and suffer, and then we just patch yep. them back up with our miracle stuff and send them back out. There is no moral case for why this is a bad thing, for why that would be a bad thing to do. Oops, all, all Wolverines. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, so uh naomi is disgusted too uh she considers the z cells to be the eighth strain of guilt and she knows that this is going to backfire you just do not play with this yep 
and to show that this is no good, they bring a man who is treated with the Z cells who seems fine, but then he coughs up a bunch of blood. Mm-hmm. Um, the blood carries whatever made him sick. We had to operate on him, and we find a advanced form of the uh, Pempty Core, mm-hmm. the uh, shoot 'em up. Yes, to uh, do a very long fight against these guys. Mm-hmm. And then um, this is where we get to the mission that uh, undid me. Uh, yeah, fallen heroes. Yeah, this sucks. This yeah. is hard. Yeah, Did... this is also where I stopped. <laughs> okay, cool. So, so I'm happy that we yeah. both made it to the same spot. This is the next to yeah. last mission. Uh, so what happens is after this guy coughed out the blood, we have four four of the major doctors here in the symposium who have been infected. Uh, and Dr. Owen has disappeared. He was the one who was supposed to be getting the serum for uh, the, the serum from Adam's body. And uh, Hoffman is working with Miller to get more serum. What makes this difficult is we have 10 total minutes to do four operations back to back, switching between Styles and, Na- and Naomi, um, trading off their healing touch. The problem is they can both only use their healing touch uh, once. Like, it's not mm-hmm. once per operation or whatever. Um, and it's four different strain of guilt that you have to do. Yeah. So it's about mastering the first half of it so you can save your healing touch in the back half. Mm-hmm. And making sure you have enough time for it. And it just took me too many tries to where I got sick of it. Yeah. I timed uh, this. I, wor- I worked on this for 90 minutes. Uh, basically making no progress. Uh, failing several times, like, in the last 20 seconds. Yeah. Uh, just a pain in the ass. And the next mission, apparently, is much easier. Hmm. Um, you know, uh, by reputation. Yeah. So this is kind of like the real climax, but it's not, you know, limiting my resources and limiting my time is a way to increase that challenge. I just am over it. Yeah. I'm overdoing this and I'm over trying to do it faster mm-hmm. uh, at this point. And I'm also this plot field, the sixth chapter of plot feels superfluous. It feels like a pitch for a sequel yep. that's done in fast forward rather than anything else. Yeah. Um, so what I watched on YouTube Mm-hmm. is uh, Dr. Owen is taken into military custody at this point. He was a Delphi agent, of course. That's why he was trying to uh, bring it back with the Z-cells. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam's body has gone missing, leaving the way for sequels. And Dr. Hoffman is infected with the ultimate strain. Yeah. So uh, this is where Hoffman uh, <laughs> says you should operate together. The fatal flaw of doctors is they can't operate on themselves. The way that I'm going to know that I'm a good doctor is if you're a good doctor. Uh-huh. And I'm like... I barely talked to you, man. Yeah. <laughs> like you're, you weren't like my mentor or anything. You were the grumpy guy who came in and like, you told me not to do know, this. You told me not to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's just, it's just a, a, a re retread of the Savato fight mm-hmm. from, from the last thing. Like I was, I didn't play this. I just watched it, but it didn't look that different. Right. Right. It's just a uh, pro- very prolonged Savato fight that takes up most of the 10 minutes that are there. Um, and yeah, when the bug leaves one area, it goes to the other surgeon, but again, you can only use a healing touch once. So it doesn't make that. That's really the only limit. You know, it doesn't take advantage of the fact that there are two doctors very well. No, no. Um, and it ends, uh, everything's good. Uh, research into the Z cells and guilt will stop. And there's a treaty, uh, that kind of enforces this. And Dr. Siles continues to ride and rise in leadership at Caduceus, becoming the master surgeon of the world at the ripe old age of 25 mm-hmm. uh, on his next birthday. Yeah. Um, and it, then the series continues, presumably, and there's yeah. more guilt and more super viruses. Yes. Um, you get new strains and Delphi comes back and all of that good stuff. Uh, in, but I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, fine. I think I'm good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, definitely no offense to Terra or anybody who, you know, who really enjoys this game, but mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, I was pretty done with it. It's, it's all right. Yeah. You know, 
you know, it, 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 it gets points for novelty, right? Um, yep. For as far as that goes. Um, you know, I just kind of found myself... I, I mean, <laughs> it's funny because I want to say that it retreats to something safe. And... It's true, like I believe that, but the safe thing that it retreats to is this outlandish plot with terrorist bugs that are inside of people, you know, doing yeah, stuff safe for the medium. Yeah, safe for the medium. You know, it just it goes completely outlandish when what I I mean, kind of what I wanted was just more of the more of the grounded stuff. Like, I don't know, like let me apply some mesh to somebody's, you know, like insides, buddy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let, let me do an amputation. <laughs> like I would have liked a dorkier version of this for sure. Yes. Um, you know, and, and you and I are both in the pocket for dark viruses and sciences, you know, dark science and viruses and shit. Mm -hmm. It's just not as interesting as other things with dark viruses and science and shit. Like, you know, you are Delphi is no umbrella, Mm -hmm. you know, in terms of like just general entertainment. Yeah. Like I'm not trying to say umbrella is more realistic or like necessarily better written, but it's more entertaining. At the very least, I just didn't find this virus very entertaining. And like, and, and the and the virus stuff, it also kind of like runs counter to the pitch of this, which is like, mm-hmm. oh, this is a sur- this is a surgery sim on your system that has a new kind of control. Like, this is a different kind of thing. Like, it runs counter to the pitch by making it more of a video game. You mm-hmm. know, like I want something that doesn't feel like a video game initially. That is inherently different. Uh, you know, at, at a basic level. And, you know, again, it just becomes safe. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of a disappointment. Like, I'm glad we did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's something I was glad I'd never played these before. I, I had this game for a long time, but I just never taken the plunge. Yeah. I'm glad I had the opportunity to check it out, but I'm not surprised that this kind of became a dead end. Like, it's unique, but I'm not thirsty for more of it. Right. Right. Um, you know, glad we did it. Mm-hmm. Same. So thank you, Tara. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Tara. Not a lot of Wii games we've done. Yeah. And this is definitely yeah. a real Wii game. And this Absolutely. is a game that is, you know, uh, I forget which one of us identified it, but it is in that Sega arcade corridor, you know? Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, score attack kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, if you have anything to say about Trauma Center, uh, second opinion, hit us up at duckfeed.tv slash contact. Yes. Uh, or if you have things to say about the Magic Circle or Shadow of Mordor. Yeah, the deadline for that is the 15th of March, the Ides, as it were. Uh, We are looking for uh, responses that are both kind of brief and novel. We're looking for more specific observations than broad uh, kind of reviews of the game itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Also, if you have anything to say about April's games, which are Divinity Original Sin 2, Riven, the sequel to Mist, and Ratchet and Clank into the Nexus. Is that the mm-hmm. one? That's the one. Uh, yep. Uh, hit us up by the Ides of April. Yes. The the the, 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 the the common phrase, the Ides of April. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those will be featured on the Dispatch episodes. We will announce what we're going to be playing in May uh, in the Dispatch episode of this month. Uh, so be sure to listen in for that. Other things you can do besides contributing for those is to go to patreon.com slash duckvtv, get episodes of this show a whole week early, and get uh, full versions of the uh, of the uh, premium episodes that we put out every month. Yes, absolutely. So like Shadow of Mordor is going to be that, Ratchet and Clank is going to be that. Mm-hmm. Many great episodes. 
or that. Um, you can also sponsor an episode like Tara did. There's something you would like us to play. Mm-hmm. You can do that through there. Um, in addition to getting a host of other benefits, getting access to the Slack, episodes early, bonus episodes, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcast or Podcast Addict or anywhere podcast reviews are found. Uh, we really appreciate that. And uh, I think that's about it. I think so. Yeah. Uh, until next time, what can they watch out for, Cole? Watch out for your lung bugs. Mm-hmm.